I never tire of that entry music, Jenny. Never, I, never. I know you don't. Do. You dance every time. I know. And you know what? I'm not going to stop. Uh, welcome, everybody. Another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. Uh, I'm your host, Parker. This is a very, very special episode. We are on site at uh, one of our favorite distilleries, Star Union, here in Peru, Illinois. Uh, I want to welcome everybody. Um, Bob, Dan- hello. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> great, great I, I guess you're welcoming us. This is great. Uh, I'm also joined uh, by John, Stephen, producer Jenny. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Um, we all visited here about a year ago, give or take, and uh, we, we loved it so much. We had to come back, and uh, we, you guys were kind enough to invite us back. It's a short drive from Chicago, where yep. we come from. Yeah, Very I, reasonable. Honestly, about an hour 45 today, not that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, guys, thanks so much for having us. Um, we, we did an episode previously, but we really wanted to get into it a little more on some of the details. This, we were, in, we're in the distillery right now. John, drop, just jump around, John. Yeah, all right, so we're here, we're fortunate enough to be joined by staff of Star Union, and so you guys introduce yourselves. I'm Bob Windy, I'm a co-owner. Um, I, am, uh, I grew up in Peru, Illinois. I would move to Chicago, and I am back here with the distillery in the uh, historic West Clax building. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Dan Williams. I've been here since about two weeks after you guys opened. Pretty much. <laughs> to uh, do a lot of the drink design and, uh, you know, some of the products and things like that. So uh, mostly the, the alcohol I deal with is like enhanced alcohol. So not pure distillation, but when we add herbs, things like that, I'll Very work with them on that. Very cool. That's and, fun. And uh, so, Bob, what made, I mean, obviously you're from Peru. Is that why you wanted to do it here? Well, we originally were thinking about doing it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, we couldn't find the right um, place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a limited budget. We also found out that this uh, uh, building was available, uh, a spot in the building, and one thing led to another, and before we knew it, here we were. It, we should talk about yeah, no, building. No, absolutely. I, I want, uh, can you expand on the building a little bit? I know it's such a cool spot, the, uh, the, the West Clocks uh, Clock Factory. It's, yes, it was um, uh, built in the early 1900s. Um, it made watches. It made clocks. It had a clock um, school in it. Um, uh, during the war, they changed uh, over and did a lot of uh, fuses for the bombs. Um, you know, that's really, in that's on, really cool. Yeah, and they even had some um, type of... Uh, clocks uh, on uh, some of the NASA projects. Oh, wow. So they have changed over the years. Uh, in 1980, they closed. A lot of the windows and the, and the doors were bolted shut. Mm. And here we are 50 years later. I feel like you have to have very accurate timepieces to be on NASA equipment. Yeah, I'm yeah just, they kind of like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this building has like a history of excellent production is what we're saying here. It is, and it's a historic bi- building, obviously, and I think it was way ahead of its time. I think uh, um, when they first started out, they were one of the first um, assembly lines, uh, oh, wow. along with uh, the Ford uh, Motor Company in Detroit. Um, Very cool. There is a museum here, mm-hmm. uh, so if anyone would like to come by, it is a treasure trove of uh, historical artifacts. I mean, and if you're into stuff other than history, they also have like food and a brewery too. Yeah, there's yes. a there's a brewery, there's food, there's a tattoo shop, there's a day spa. So we can get our 
Chai Spirits guy's tattoos after this, right Absolutely. on the premise. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm very and a Manny Petty. Like this, is a good, <laughs> this sounds like a good day. There's also um, an art gallery. Um, uh, the NCI Artworks is in here. The music school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great music it's a, school. It's a fun building. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, you can make a whole day out of that. I mean, honestly, I'm very excited for some pizza after this because right. we stopped at that pizza place last time we were here and it was incredible. It was a very so necessary stop last time. Oh, that's true, too. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 may, we may have had a couple uh, while we were here. Yeah. But, uh, no, very cool. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about the different things you guys make? Because it's a, it's a wide variety of uh, and it changes. Uh, spirits. Well, we, we started out as winemakers. Um, my business partner, Jeff Yasowitz, and I were part of a wine collective up in Chicago. Uh, my next door neighbor was making wine for like about 40 years. And one day I saw him out pushing that barrel around. <laughs> and I said, what are you doing, Charlie? And he said, it's time to make the wine. And it was in the fall. And I said, well, can I help you? And he said, sure. And then I helped him for a couple of years. And after a while, I was just like, can I, can I make my own wine? He said, of course, let's go down to uh, Santa Fe uh, grape distributors at 35th and Shields and we'll pick out your grapes, we'll come back here, we'll ferment in the garage <laughs> for a couple weeks and then we'll press it all out and then, you know, everybody in the neighborhood kind of got on board and oh, that's where cool. we knew it, my backyard was full of about 100 people <laughs> in the fall. And uh, it was uh, quite a, a, just a great dynamic, a real positive thing for everyone and we still make wine. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, in the backyard, and <laughs> personally, so, uh, so we started out. Back to the question. Yeah, started out making um, uh, brandy out of the wine, and then we uh, made some vodka. Uh, we hired Casey Beal, uh, mm -hmm. who was the uh, distiller at uh, Tailwinds. Uh, when they closed, we brought him on. And Tailwinds was down the road from here, right? This They're in Plainfield. In Plainfield. And we had known them uh, before we opened, and when we found out that they were closing, uh, we went and asked them if they needed help with anything. Was there anything we could do? And when we uh, discussed with them, they, um, we uh, got some of, of their gold rum, uh, of their aged rum, and we brought that in. They had lost their lease, and they said, if we don't sell it by the end of the week, we have to pour it down the drain. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I said, we'll that do everything we can. We're not doing let that. Let not that happen. Crime against humanity. And then um, we hired Casey. Uh, he mm. came over. He has been just an incredible asset to our company. He is so knowledgeable and uh, he has been great. So we added the rum and the agave with him. Mm. And then Very once cool. he came on, after about a year, we decided we were going to start our grain program. And we added uh, whiskey. We also do agave. Um, Which I feel like a lot of places don't do agave. And a lot of what you're talking about, brandies and, I mean, small distillers, they do whiskey, vodka, gin. I mean, that's kind of the, the three you see everywhere. Right. It is traditionally Illinois to do a brandy, though. Yeah. Like, that so. is very yeah. old school, central Illinois, like... Mm. style that this is some of the best brandy in the world came from here in the 1800s oh my god and the uh, grappa is really quite a traditional uh spirit uh especially around the, around that um prohibition times here there was the folklore of the train stopping at the middle of the night people unloading uh, crates of grapes mm -hmm. and then 
uh, fermenting them in the garage and making wine. And then, you know, around that time, people didn't have a lot of money, so they were going to get, you know, all they could out of what they had. And so uh, a small still made those grapes go even farther. Everybody had their own still. Right. Because remind me, grappa, so brand, you make brandy, and then grappa is something you can get from what you don't use for brandy. It's the the pumice afterwards. And uh, basically, um, um, we rehydrate it. And we re- re-ferment it for a few days, and then we repress it, and then run it through the still again. Mm. And it has residual alcohol in it. It's not as high as the the wine it is, but it also has a different flavor profile. It's more floral. Very, it's, yeah. And mm. it, it's really quite uh, 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 an incredible uh, flavor uh, profile. And you you actually taste the. The, the 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 area that it was grown in, and you mm-hmm. taste those those uh, skins and the and the seeds of each one of those grapes. Listener, Stephen is over here. Just his eyes are <laughs> so so big. stoked. He's so he's our grappa guy. <laughs> anything weird and obscure, it's that's my style. I know. Anytime we come across anything weird or obscure, and you're not around, we're like, shit. We need Stephen here. Stephen's also our brandy bro. <laughs> yeah. But he's not really a bro. Well, we have some we have some <laughs> nice surprises for you. I'm stoked, <laughs> Very stoked excited. to be here. And then before we get into tasting stuff, can I do want to ask you just about the stills over here. I know we've discussed a little bit last time we were here, mm. but you have a, a couple really cool, we're looking at them right over here to my left, the stills. And then there is a, a small, more interesting still to Steven, at least. Yeah, well, they <laughs> meant, uh, I believe it was mentioned earlier in the app, but that mm-hmm. five gallon yeah. that is actually used so fucking cool. Like... <laughs> Yeah, the first time we were here, Steven saw that one and he was like, he was like, wait a minute, you guys are making stuff on that? Like he thought it was just like a decoration. <laughs> Genuinely looked like both the the great press and the five gallon still look like adorable antiques, but they are not. They don't <laughs> do not let do not let looks deceive you. They are fully functioning mm-hmm. and in use. Yep. Heck yeah. But yeah, if you guys w- would give us a rundown on on that that yeah. hybrid baby? Well, it is a hybrid still. Mm-hmm. It is a pot still and a column still. Uh, we have uh, six eyeglasses on there and uh, five eye plates. And um, uh, it, it moves from the pot still through the uh, column still and then over the, over the rainbow, what we call mm-hmm. over the top. I would call it I the like rainbow. That. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that a lot. It works. And then uh, to um, the uh, uh, condensing column. Check out Shy Spirits Instagram for yeah. pictures of this bad boy. Oh yeah, no. at Shy Spirits guys. Very cool stuff. And then, uh, so we did visit, as we said, visit you guys um, about a year or so ago. And uh, I know you guys are aware of this, but we did on our uh, award show we do at the end of the year. We uh, we had nominees for the, our best distillery visit of the year, of which you guys were nominees. There were a lot of good distillery visits. A lot, a lot of great distillery visits. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys were the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had such a great time here last time we were here. So I am very excited to. Uh, I'm opening up out of the protective plastic. I'm very excited <laughs> about this, this thing. I'm very excited to pre- very present you guys with this uh, award. <laughs> wow, that is beautiful. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 
the best facility visit for Chef's Guys in 2022. Wow, that is uh, fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you so Thank much. You. Wow, that is I, beautiful. I hope you display it proudly. I will. It will be. It'll go right over um, on our um, our display case over here. Love so it. Love hopefully uh, um, some of our your audience will come down and, and yeah, check it out. Yeah. And then we'll people who come in will we'll, we'll also have that on display for everyone who Absolutely. comes in our day. So, uh, Very well earned. Yes. Um, as I'm saying it was a hot competition this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this but this was such a great time we had last time we we're here, and I'm very excited to be back. We, uh, you guys, we just love what you guys are doing. So thank you. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and let's try some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but first, let's take a quick break. And we're back. So we've got some spirits in front of us. All right, guys, what are we looking at right here? Um, we have an Ode V uh, Grappa, and then we have our Age Grappa, single barrel, uh, aged for about 100 days. Uh, we didn't want to age it too long because mm. we wanted that, all that really great um, uh, grape flavor. Fantastic. I, no, I remember, so can I ask through. a quick question? Is yep. Eau de Vie the grape or what's Eau de Vie? That, Eau de Vie is a style. The style. nectar of life. Yeah. Uh, the water of life. <laughs> the water of life, life. yes. <laughs> and it's un, basically it's unaged. And it's usually uh, some type of a brandy. Correct. Yeah, uh, usually a, a type of brandy. But not necessarily like, from what I understand, when, they, when people use the term eau de vie, it means something other than traditional grape brandy. Like mango or peach or... Or grappa. Pick or, or like the second press of a grape, like mm. the grappa. But if you say like brandy, you're going to assume like that was wine that was distilled. Whereas an eau de vie is like what Reinhall does significantly, like a very fresh fruit juice fermented distilled. I see. That's right. Usually. But again, as said, it's kind of a catch-all of like, it's the water of life. It's that good yeah. shit that comes mm. out of the still that keeps us alive. It's the pure stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, I already like the nose on this. this was this the, uh, the Cabernet one of the eau de vie? Or, yes. yes. Oh. Cabernet. Yeah. Smells great. It smells it amazing. Mm-hmm. It's vibrant. It's very bright. I know that it's not, but it's grape. I'm getting like cherry. And oh, yeah. I do get cherry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's delightful. Wow. Right, Steve, oh, my gosh. Steve, break it down. What are you getting there? So, immediately, it is grape, right? Like, it is Welch's white grape juice. Just mm, not too sweet, but also not super tart or bitter. Like, finishes super smooth. You got some floral notes on there. Yeah. It's grape so blues. balanced. Great, great balance. Yeah. Great balance. What did you say this was proofed at again? 82. 82. Wow. Wow. I, I, like, I would expect more impurities, like more flaws. I would have. But I don't, I'm not catching any. I just would have thought it would be like, there would be some sort of heat. There's none. Really? For a grappa, it is. I've never had a grappa. Very mild. mild. I know we've had, the, we've had their grappa before is this the same it is yeah. the same it's better are than you, i remember are you sure <laughs> yeah. no because i remember it being very good but like in that bottle did we put a label on that one? Oh yeah yeah that, bottle that yeah. makes sense of the the, the the next one we're gonna try yes oh, oh was it the, oh, i thought it was, was the aged on... one are you sure i thought it was i think it's unaged <laughs> i'll have to go back and listen I think what, we might what, drink too much one of those grappas fox i know that yeah, um, that's, that was kind of the point of you guys coming down yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but let's try the aged one so good now, what, are, what are your guys' takes on this? Uh, 
yeah. on these. I'd love your, your thoughts. So for mixing, uh, I, I like the silver one to mix with if I really want that grappa flavor to come mm -hmm. out. If I want something like, you know, strange and funky and weird, uh, I, I do a drink called the Witch's Blood. What what goes in uh, that? Yeah. I love that. No, Steve's, <laughs> Steve knows what it is. I do not. Oh, okay. it, it is a, he wants the, to. Uh, it's the unaged and uh, pomegranate juice and jalapeno syrup. Oh, And I'm, so you yeah. get the jalapeno bite with, with this cool grappa funk. Yeah, And right? then the pomegranate gives you the kind of sweet back end. Do you serve so, that you know, up or on the rocks? Uh, typically, I'll serve it as a shot. It's the only <laughs> oh. <laughs> That sounds super rad. It, it's a fun drink. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I'm looking for a little bit mellower mix, I'll go with the, the aged just because it's it blends better with ingredients it doesn't mm -hmm. really punch to the surface it just kind of works in i know? think the unaged one is the one that fucks mm, hard disagree i mean i think they're both great but i just trying the age one hundred i'm pretty sure the hundred days one is the one that fucks okay wait really? so wait, let's yes. talk about the notes that we're getting on this age one real quick which by the way i love this bottle still yeah it's, still it's, still gets some of the cherry on there yeah it's definitely like it's and, it's mature like you know mm -hmm. it takes a step back it doesn't have to be the center of the room like you were talking about right rounds out some of those sharp edges yeah God, that was good yeah that was I our mean, whole it's point it's not a bad sign that bo that we're arguing over which one fucks right so. <laughs> true very true <laughs> mm. but no this the age one i i love i'm in love with sorry that, Benny. this is the yeah. timing on that <laughs> is perfect I found someone else like, multiple it could like I feel like it's so close to too much oak. Like any longer, and it would you would taint it. Like it did you did you taste this like as it was aging and decide at one point, or was this just kind of like? Uh, well, we really didn't want to have this overly oaked grappa. Mm. We didn't want it to taste like a whiskey. We right. Mm -hmm. We wanted. We didn't want to overdo it on that. This tastes like whiskey's cooler cousin in a way. Like he's mm -hmm. like more like refined or something or not refined but like european in a sense i was gonna say it's the cousin that like did a semester in europe and yeah. came back smoking spliffs <laughs> yeah. wearing, wearing a turtleneck like but there is like that little bit whiskey vanilla in there that i'm a getting. little bit mm -hmm. of vanilla for yeah. sure but it's not like overpowering no. in any way it just really complements everything else yeah and i'd say the color of it is it looks it's almost like champagne colored yeah it's just Correct. like a, yeah so just you can tell that it's been very lightly aged and I'm, I'm just assuming that's American oak. It is American oak. Um, I always felt that th this was uh, closer to a tequila than it was a whiskey. It does taste a little like a repo. Yeah. Because it, it, it has that little bit of a peppery bite mm. yeah. on the, on the eau de vie. Yeah, oh, I'm new, I'm I don't newer. think I would have come up with that. That's nice. I, yeah, I was going to say, I think because I'm newer to that, I hadn't thought of that first. But once you said that, I was like, no, it's totally more repo than it is any whiskey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But which Very also much. has that like little vanilla. We'll just try that side by side with like some uh, some Codiga or a uh, Corazon, yeah, or a Reposado. Yeah. yeah, that is not a terrible idea. That's a great but, idea. But uh, no, great stuff, guys. Incredible. Thank you. There we go. I think it's probably one of the most underrated of all of our spirits that we have. Well, you know, it's, it's actually been fun because there's a lot of people. So this is a very heavily Italian area. Mm -hmm. mm. They know what Grappa is. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of our, our tourist customers and, and more casual customers, they have no idea. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we get to explain the whole thing and they're like, I didn't even know something like that existed, you know, so. And it's almost, I, I almost feel bad for those folks because they're going to try this grappa 
and be like, oh, that's grappa. And then they're going to go get like a house grappa from a pizza jo- or like an Italian joint. And it's going to hurt. It's, gonna it's, be, it's, it's not going gonna, gonna to be this. Ethanol. <laughs> ethanol mm-hmm. in your face. I yeah. love that just yesterday, uh, Steve was saying that he did that. But we won't say which restaurant. But that you went to a, a very nice restaurant, restaurant in Chicago. But that's just what grappa is. And yeah. Like it's, and when it's you buy regional. it in Italy, that's just kind of a thing. Like... Um, as just, mentioned earlier, you can taste the terroir, like mm-hmm, yeah. uh, grapes from anywhere else. Yeah. Even if you produce them in the same still, in the same fashion, they're going to taste different. I'm sure that's true. I just don't have enough experience with different grappas yet. Yet. But word. I do think that because of like last year when we came here, because we loved the grappa so much. Now I'm like, well, I'm going to try grappa. Just, now I'm just I trying grappa. <laughs> yeah. I do feel. And get disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do feel a little misled when I've had other grappas. I'm like, oh, it's not. Right. There's a there's a, a high chance this is what it's going to taste like. Yeah. I mean, it's not unlike really any kind of spirit, bourbon, scotch, whatever. Like also there's, true. There's good bourbon and there's not good bourbon. And yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, man, that grappa's good. <laughs> so we're, we're doing a different grappa? Ah. This is... Um, this is new and experimental, maybe. This, and this is what happens <laughs> when science is allowed to run amok without oversight. <laughs> no, when they, distillers don't ask, no, should they? No, they, 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 they? If they but should, but if they could. Yeah. Yeah. All, all they, there was only ever asked if they could. No one ever asked if they should. Yeah. But we're going to find out if they should right now. Right. Well, this is um, uh, a project that we are working on. Um, uh, this is uh, what we call our Grappricot. Um, Amazing. This is um, kind of a a product that has evolved out of uh, kind of our garage, and we were putting um, apricots in jars with with the grappa, and then pouring them out and eating the eating the fruit. And this is a more refined way of doing this. This is. You did the early stages at sports games and what? At sports games and, oh, really? yeah. and whatnot. So um, this is an evolutionary product that kind of goes back to our history in Chicago. Is this like a, I mean, I've never heard of anybody doing that. Is this like a category of spirit or is this just like? That's kind of a maceration of mm. the, um, the, the, the um, uh, apricots. And um, we've tried to refine it and taken off some of those uh, uh, rough edges. Um, but this is a product that we're thinking about. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't even tried this. And oh, last, oh, man. Yeah, this and, is exci- oh, man. I'm, I'm excited to see your reaction. Yeah, then. and last year you guys really talked about, you know, walking over to our tincture table oh, right. yeah, with all the experimentation, <laughs> so we're ready for you this I'm, time. We do need a photo I'm, of that table again. I'm, okay. also, I'm also glad that I know what you call that. it now because we were just calling it like a lab or something the, like yeah. that. Yeah. The secret lab. The, the chemistry lab. Yeah, <laughs> a, we, yeah we, had a, we were kind of talking about a tincture table. Tincture table. And it's mm. basically we... We, it's a place where we kind of work on our, our Geneva and our absinthe, and we come up with, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it is kind it's of our little It's the little man scientist. It's, yeah. it's, all this, it's all the stuff other distillers are too afraid to get into. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? They lack the courage. Well, we, yeah. that's a big part of what we're doing here. We mm-hmm. want to try to um, do things that, ha- that haven't been done before. And we are saying, well, what if? Well, and I mean, that's, that's kind of the essence of craft, if you think right? about it. You know, how can you do it different? How can you do it better? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, what can we do that maybe hasn't been done a million times before? Which is, it's the fun part. Yeah. No, absolutely. To, uh, to me, and I mm-hmm. think I can speak for us, that's what's exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah. Something 
truly different. Well, yeah, it's so much more fun to go into a place and like, hey, here's the our grapricot, which I've never right. even heard of, versus like, oh, well, here's our two-year ride. It's just like every other two-year ride I've ever had, and it's... Right. right. Like, oh, it's like, like slightly cr- less minty. Right. Or, cool. Yeah. Whereas, like, this is, you know, right. yeah, incredible. It's, uh, it's I can't been an wait. absolute riot working with mm-hmm. Casey. Yeah. Because there was times, and, and Bob used to yell at us for not getting work done. That's the Because we would sit and discuss, you know, hey, I had this thing, and this is weird, and, you know, well, can we make it? Yeah, no. and, and so then we start doing some research on it, and oh well, nobody else is commercially doing this. Let's give it a try. But, That's so know. cool. It's awesome. And, and so yeah, it's been just a blast doing that. And you come up with something and go, I think this is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we also brought um, another person on, Aaron Dean, who has had a background in um, food, mm-hmm. and so bringing so... him on, uh, we have him um, really working directly with that he runs the small still and Casey runs the larger still there's a lot of rapport back and forth between them uh, I think we've come a long way mm-hmm. over the last couple of years quickly and um, yeah no, yeah so much of this is understanding taste and I feel like mm-hmm. somebody with a food background understands mm-hmm. like how to appeal to the taste people want Steve can you talk about the nose on that you look like interested in it oh yeah it's it's almost minty I'm thinking absent or a I, little anise. Yeah, with I got like a, just a little bit of like an anise. I know the similarity between the two, but I've got more of like a peach, like because it's like a sweeter apricot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, like yeah, anise uh, peach. It's, mm. but yeah, I cheated. I funk in the back. Yeah, I've been doing this. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's Holy got shit, that's funk good. in the background. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the way that I would describe this initially on the taste is like. The regular grappas you would use as like an after dinner drink for dinner. I want this like after brunch, like earlier. Oh in my the gosh, day. I would crush this <laughs> at a brunch. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's got this like mouth feel that's close to okay. a Bloody Mary. I also want to mix this with prosecco. I was oh. going to say I want to make a cocktail nice. out of this. Sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. I would probably instead of prosecco, I'd probably go with like a brute. That or oh, yeah. Yeah, like a very tart. dry, yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. already coming in with like it's not very sugary, it's not very like sweet, but, but it's fruity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, full of fruit. That apricot does shine through. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to tail with it. that so bad, or even like uh, like a uh, what's it called, a Rattler. Mm. Mm. Like to mess with mm. instead of like a Jennifer or a gin doing something like this mm. with like a Rattler beer. This Orange is twist. So summertime, though. Yes. Mm, right? yes. Like, this is yeah. the perfect thing to have in the summertime. Or, yeah, so just cool. rip shots on a patio. Like, I could, <laughs> if, if you chilled this, I'm, I'm yeah. up for that. Yeah, like in a cooler with ice, I could. Yeah, that, you, that's what we did at the yeah. Bears game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People would be coming running from the other side of the parking lot. They're opening up the grappa. <laughs> I would definitely like to try this chilled because, on its own, it's already like kind of refreshing and interesting. It's almost nourishing in a way, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like you were talking about like when to drink this. Like, yeah. I'm thinking like not after dinner. But before something to kind sure. of like, you know, almost like an amuse bouche. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, it kind of has the spirit of a uh, almost a limoncello. Yeah, mm-hmm. similar. Soup, yes, that's know. that kind of vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So, when ish do you think this is going to be for sale? Uh, we're working on it right now, mm-hmm. maybe in a couple months. Fantastic. Wow. Just let me know when yeah. I can come yeah, shoot us an email. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I, I think we'll uh, drive back down. Yeah, I what think was. What, I think what we're trying to do is maybe come up with some like uh, distillers uh, uh, 
experimental mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of and I guess series only here. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's Mark. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So is this what's the proof on this? This is a hundred proof. Really? Well, Whoa. that's dangerous. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have guessed somewhere half of that. Yeah, I was really oh, thinking no. it was under, not oh, wow. over. Like, would you, so are you, do you think you'll go with the 100 proof or will you change the proof? We're going to probably try it in a three or four different ways. Mm-hmm. When we were cool. drinking it in Chicago, uh, it was very high. It was probably 120. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we felt like we needed to bring it back and yeah. bring I mean, some of that that apricot flavor mm. forward. Mm-hmm. And well, based on last year's Bears team, I don't blame you for keeping yeah. it. Things are looking up this year, though. Things we can, probably, looking we can up. get it down to like 95 proof now that the Bears look Yeah, there you go. <laughs> God, I know that bottle's not for sale, but I would totally nominate that for the Bottle Fox sticker. When that is out and ready, I can't wait to try someday, it. Someday, buddy. Someday. Yeah. But very cool. That's right. incredible. Great. Well, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So next up, damn it, I forgot what we're drinking next. Um, Genevieve. Thank you, Stephen. Um, long ago, John and I did an episode on this. Yeah. This category. It's a good app. Um, very I think educational. We'll, we'll probably do for another one. And an Aquavit episode at some point, too. But uh, yeah. Guys, working on one of well, those, too. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. So, guys, would you tell us a little bit about Jennifer and how it is related to gin and how it's different? So, basically, the, the Genevieve, um, it's a Dutch liquor. It has been around since it was originally designed as a cure for the Black Plague. Mm-hmm. How'd that yeah. do I mean, that? I mean, have you seen uh, black I mean, lately? If they died, they were still happy. <laughs> but uh, along about the 1400s, the, the Dutch would carry it with them on the battlefield to, you know, keep warm, get drunk, and, you know, be medicinal. Sure. And they were in some war. I can't remember what war it was, but they were in some war with the Brits. And they would share their Geneva with the Brits. Yeah. And uh, after the war, the British went back to England and said, you know, we want this stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, typical British, they said, it's gin, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they, they made their variety of it, which is slightly different. Basically, gin is vodka that's, you know, run through the gin basket. And, and mm-hmm. the, but the, uh, the Geneva was usually is a malted base. Uh, ours, actually, we use rye. We use Very pure, cool. Pure rye as a base. Oh, nice. I nope. will say you, the consistency the viscosity it shows mm. like you can you can feel it in the mouth feel the yeah rhyme. oh yeah there i mean there's there's a few things that we do that are we depart from traditional just because why not now what's <laughs> a malted base versus like a distilled base or no? so malted grain is uh is used a lot you know malted barley like after it's like had a chance to like kind of so sprout well, yeah they sprout it and then they kill it with smoke it's uh so what the sprouting does is actually it releases a protein that gives you that malty flavor mm. and so that's typically what was used for this and and you distill from that grain you would distill from okay. that grain yeah wow. we just uh we skipped the, the malting part and just used rye Mm, that cool. straight rye. I like, I like it. Yeah. Right out the gate. Yeah, what are you guys thinking on this? It's bright, very floral, very... Oh, got like a gra- like grassy? Yeah. 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 A little light. Yeah, like lemon and gra- lemongrass. Lem- lemon for sure. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's like an elegant gin cousin, you know? Again, yeah. Like There's no the herbal. Yeah. There's no pininess. No, no, no pine cones for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Bottoms up. 
Yeah, it is very good. I've definitely got some citrus on the palate. Oh, that's got a little little white pepper. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. No, I understand why we're drinking this and, and we don't have Black Plague. This right. One, this <laughs> one war. <laughs> yeah. I'm you know. thinking the wars of Spanish succession Yeah, is my guess. Uh, when yeah. the Habsburg family Probably, line yeah. failed and then everyone said, I'm king of Spain at the same time. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who wasn't king of Spain for like a week and a half? It right. was one of those situations. Yeah. I, mean, I was second uh, chair. In, I'm, yeah. I'm going to Spain in September to put my claim in. Oh, cheers, what, buddy. What the hell not, you know? <laughs> but yeah, with the last name Mike Minchenberg, you know, he could have been. There you go. <laughs> you know, it's a, hey, we have a lot of Argentinian heritage, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this one and the... Uh, and the absinthe were both really interesting, such as we couldn't find an exact recipe. Oh, and right. so basically we started doing some research as to what herbs grow in that area, what would they have likely been used. Yep. And, and so we kind of built up from there. And so we kind of designed our own recipe based on you know, what grew in that area. That is so bright and so easy to sip. That is like... Yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so when we did that Ooh. Geneva episode... Some of them were hard to love. Uh, yes. <laughs> Most yes. of them were not easy to enjoy. But this like feels, this is almost like the grappa, like we were talking about. Like, If you were like, oh yeah, try this Geneva. And then people were like, oh yeah, I like Geneva. And then they try others, they'd be like, uh, this is not Geneva. <laughs> um, so good. We were mentioning off mic uh, doing a martini episode. Oh yeah. I would like to maybe fuck with this. Honestly, for a martini, here's what I would do for, with this. I would um, put this into a shaker, and then I would just pass the vermouth bottle over the shaker, <laughs> pour mm-hmm. it out, mm-hmm. and then I would just shake this with ice, and then I'd pour this, put a little lemon rind. Yep, uh, just a little zest. Yeah. Lemon. Actually, lemon zest. remind me before you leave, I'll send some of my uh, saffron bitters with you guys. Oh, Saffron oh. martini, is, uh, oh. it works really well. Yeah, we, Very cool. oh, man. we will fuck with that. Oh, that's so cool. I think there was a saffron liqueur. At the uh, no, Illinois event. Out of, yeah, Apolog makes one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was, right. We, it was tasty. It's very good. It's so expensive. Illinois for distilleries. Oh, obvious, yeah. for very obvious reasons. Only yes. the best for your cocktailing, though, Steve. Right? Mm-hmm. right. Wow, this is, right. this is really special. And like you said, unique. Like, there's no set recipe yeah, for it, Jennifer. It's very, like, it's very different. You just yeah. kind of got to shoot in the dark until you find something so that now, you like. So now, we tried, like, an earlier version of this last time we were here off episode, and are you selling this now? Is this? This is another one of our releases that we are trying to refine and, and get to it. I think this one has been approved. We need that one has label. been approved by the nice. TTC. Yeah. That's the hard be, part. Be, it'll get um, a, a label, and we'll probably just sell it at the beginning out of our um, tasting room. Nice. Probably before the holiday. Before yeah. the holidays, I think yeah. we have like seven, seven or eight of them. That we are Honestly, that I, I love the idea of that in like Christmas cocktails, like mm-hmm. with like some like cranberry Absolutely. or like spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like mold spices. Yeah, If you're looking for a great gift for your uh, friend or loved one, I mean, go to Star Union and right. buy some stuff from the tasting room. <laughs> oh my gosh, great yeah. stuff. That's what I'm gonna do. Don't tell Jenny. Yeah, oh, she's got, <laughs> yeah under the tree. I'm going to make a secret trip to Star Union and buy you a bunch of Christmas oh, presents. We're both going to make separate secret trips to yeah. Star Union. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. Parker, I thought you were at work. No, I was at Star Union. <laughs> Lies. Again. And you have doubles of every bottle, so yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. Um, so, so next up, you guys want to get into the brandies? Is that what we were talking about, I think? The and the Eau de Vie um, of the Cabernet Sauvignon brandy is really, that was the basis 
um, of our grappa. Same grape. First, we pressed out the wine, and then after that, we um, rehydrated the uh, skins and the seeds, and then we distilled that. And this one I do love for a brandy sour. It oh, works nice. really, really well in a brandy sour. Very I mean, cool. So, what, what is, is that just like brandy and what I'm so dumb about? It's uh, sour. brandy uh, and lemon and a little bit of syrup and an egg white. Egg white. Oh, is the egg white. Interesting. Nice. That's the kicker that makes it a proper sour. Very nice. You have to have the layer of froth. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be in, uh, we're talking about cocktailing. Um, we're going to be in Wisconsin next month. Um, are you a sweet or sour guy with your Wisconsin Old Fashioned? Um, <laughs> what a loaded question. <laughs> so Wisconsin Old Fashions were um, not my favorite Old Fashioned. To my <laughs> Nor should they be. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that was actually when I was, when I was starting to bartend, that was the first Old Fashioned that I made. Yeah. And I had a couple of Wisconsinites that came in. And uh, no idea what I was doing. It was mm-hmm. like my third day on the bar. <laughs> and they said, okay, this is how you make an old-fashioned. And they had me take powdered sugar. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and they wanted it done with Southern Comfort. Oh, oh my God. Jesus. And then I put the uh, had Angostura bitters. Then they wanted it topped with 7-Up. Of course. That's sweet. Going sweet there. And nice. then garnished with an olive. What the fuck? Uh, it's apparently a Green Bay kind of thing. Oh, Jesus. And, and I thought they were joking. Uh, yeah. I genuinely and, and would be like, where's the camera? absolutely fucking with me Yeah, right like, now. this yeah. is absolutely a joke. And, you know, I told them I was new, and they're like, no, no, this is, this is how you make them. And, you know, I learned very quickly after that's how you make them in Green Bay. Yes. Other yeah. than that, no place you else. You never do well, that. would fade. That, that's <laughs> part of the course. What, what poor bastard ordered that not expecting it and got it? Oh, <laughs> no. I, 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 I just I went home and I'm like, I'm going to research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still that's don't so believe smart of you. One, <laughs> one look into any cocktail book. Okay, all of that was wrong. Yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, I mean, they, they liked it. They ordered you know, three more. I but, bet. Uh, if you like I Southern mean, Comfort and. Oh my Olives. God. I mean, so I bartended for a long time and you do get some like weird orders every once in a while. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? That's what they want. I'm going to make it and live, move live on with my life. life. But that one, I would definitely judge it, a little bit yeah, on that one. I flinched. Yeah. Yeah. I flinched. <laughs> <laughs> the olive sent me over the cliff. That's yeah. where I'm Yeah, like, I know. I'm, That's like, I'm like, you're, you're kidding, like, all right. right. That, it's like you're, the sweet and salty, but man, that is like. Yeah. Pushing. I think you know. Powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. On the flip side. Consistent and powdered sugar. Yeah, let's transition. This is to... funky and fresh. And yeah. funky is the word I would use oh, right up front. Yeah. Like, it, it it so, it works so well with the, the lemon and mm-hmm. you know, the egg white. kind of gives it that creaminess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely get a bit of, uh, bit of cream on the nose. Cherry and cream. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else gets cherry, but I, I do. Subtle. Just in the background. Yeah, you get a little of that, that red fruit on the palate there. That's you know what that nice. That makes sense to you because the grappa that this is mm-hmm. right, the first run of right, mm-hmm. has that cherry note. Yeah, I definitely get some vibes from that that grappa. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, that I, is I great. get the creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wonderful uh, mouthfeel on that. Man, that's great. Wow, this would be lovely with dessert. Um, with like a chocolate cherry cake. Yeah, great essential oils going on. Has great legs on the glass. Mm. Like. You can just, when you look at it in a good light, like you can <laughs> see now we're all the flavor. At it at the yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my uh, gosh, it, yeah. uh, one of the, the more popular cocktails I do with this is called the Twilight Hour. So it's mixed with um, mint and lavender. Ooh, oh, lavender I like tea, mint, mint lavender. and then uh, sweet pea butterfly. Nice. And then it's poured over lemonade. So basically, you get the gradient color change as it's floating on that's the lemonade. That's fun. Right. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Such a good. Yeah, that's a cocktail drink, right? There. Like that yeah. is four tails. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great introductory drink if somebody doesn't want something, you know, well, I don't really drink or I don't want anything really hard, you know, and mm-hmm. then they can stir it and it turns pink and people like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 there's a lot of times that I don't love clear brandies. I prefer them aged a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is very good, though. No, man. What are yeah. we, where are we going to next? And on that note, uh, the aged version. The, I actually, that's the apple. Oh, this is the apple Wait, shit. I'll yeah, grab the other one. Aged. I grabbed the wrong one. That's on me. Although the shy spirits the... guy Steve dropping the ball. <laughs> yeah. Wait, would you guys talk about the labels a little bit? Like how you, I mean, not just the awards that you won, but also just like the uh, genesis of them. Well, we um, have a lot of history here. Our, we have a historic building. We're in a historic area. We... Um, uh, our labels are re- a reflection of a lot of things. We had a couple themes when we opened up. We wanted progress and prosperity. Felicity. And we have a lot of icons of that, of that, um, yeah. that theme. Um, the lady on the brandy bottles mm-hmm. represents prosperity. The flying machines and the Rail, uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 train, and the river boats are progress, and we also have icons. We're in the old clock factory, so we have a lot of icons dealing with um, with the, the clocks on there. So yeah, I mean, it right tells a story of it really where does we of, are. of the origin. If yeah, you will. absolutely. Shall flow courageous and free till it has poured in every cup, sung every toast. Laid pleasure to every palate for the glory shall be known by all. Off the label there. That's awesome. That's so good, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's I just, a, honestly, like, it, it gives me, I'm sure this is some of what it's going for, is, like, the big grandfather clocks that were in our grandparents' houses. <laughs> um, if, if you look on the back, there mm-hmm. is um, a couple uh, weights. Oh, yeah. And you can even see the moon dial mm-hmm. that's nice. on there as well. Yeah, I love all the, oh, yeah, the weights. Oh, yeah. I see that, yeah. Very cool. I love that clock. I gotta get, get that from Grandma's house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call dibs now. All right. There's, a, little, there's a lot of Easter eggs on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, so what, well what awards did it win? It was You were just saying that. Uh, we were at the American Craft Spirits Awards. We won, uh, for the brandy won the gold. Nice. Um, awesome. Our Navy Strength Rum won the, won the silver. Mm. And uh, our Agave won uh, the bronze. So, wait, we so added, these are this. We, I'm sorry, I just wanted to note that we added to your label by adding the That Bottle Fuck sticker to the Navy Strength yeah. Rum. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's even more impressive now. That, yeah. that, that yes. would put it over the top to gold, I think. Yeah. 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 So those were the labels winning, or were those the spirits themselves winning? Uh, those were the labels. It was, wow. uh, the desi- it was a design um, competition. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're very proud of them. We Heck yeah, they're very sharp. put a lot of effort. Uh, uh, we... Um, uh, satellite office out of Chicago did those for us. They worked really hard with us trying to incorporate that uh, feeling of um, turn of the century, ni- uh, the 20th century, 
Um, it's got that World's Fair kind of vibe going to it, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the World Fair was in Chicago, and <laughs> we're a little bit downstream from there. Yeah, sure people yeah, yeah. from here went up to Chicago. I would think oh, so. all yeah. over, you know? Yeah, of yeah. course. Well, hey guys, what, okay. do you got, what do you got in the nose in this brandy? So this is our, our reserve brandy, our first American brandy that we did. Um, if it's under two years, it's called immature brandy. Over two years, it's called brandy, as long as it's made with grape. Um, it's Cabernet Sauvignon grape, four years in a toasted oak barrel. Um, they're all single barrels. Wow. This is our... It was four years in one day when we when we popped that barrel. So. Yeah. Wow. This bottle is 56 of 170 I'm seeing on the side here. Yep. That's so. cool. Wow. That is very cool. I've got some, like, green apple on the nose. A hint of, maybe, like, honey or something on the nose? I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of... It's something, a little, like, dash of sweetness with that uh, green fruit. I think it's incredibly savory. So the, the way oh, I yeah. typically describe it to people is toasted marshmallow. Uh, oh, nice. It's fresh. It's like really... Yeah, I get toasted marshmallow for sure. Yeah, I like that savoriness. You're right, Bob. That's uh, This would be good in an yeah. old-fashioned with chocolate bitters. Wow. This would be would... good with a s'more. I'm just... mm. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys not typically drink brandy when you're doing s'mores? Like having. Oh, I'll, I'll buy a campfire. <laughs> yeah. I was going right? to say, you're with... just not camping class. Yeah, like, you're guys, not... that's, that's what's missing from your campfire is a bottle of Star Union brandy. Some really elaborate, like, brandy glasses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A sniffer, Snifters, for sure. Yeah, yeah like, big, like a, the real big one, though. Look at it. Drink out of it. Do you drink out of it from a, like a Glencairn, like a pour? Come on. <laughs> I gotta say, four years for a small distillery is a long time to put products. Also that. You it, know, like that's a commitment. Sit on that. An Illinois sure. distillery. Yeah. Yeah. And we're really proud of that. I mean, the best that's, distilleries come from Illinois. I think we all agree. Right. Right. I mean, Chai Spirits guys, you know. And we we crushed all the grapes in our our press over there. Mm -hmm. and, was that, and was that like an I Love Lucy situation there? Where yeah. You guys are just dancing around on them. Is that why your feet are colored purple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is probably the number one asked question we would do to hers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 It, you know, and my answer is typically you don't want our feet in there. Yeah. yeah. No, you, I promise. <laughs> mm. I don't know. See, if you drink a lot of mezcal, I don't, I don't know what he thinks in that muck pit, but it's uh, nothing good. Yeah, no. How do you think, where do you get the yeast? <laughs> yeah. All right? <laughs> the, the, the dead body at the bottom of that muck yeah. pit. Yeah. <laughs> It's a win-win. The cartel wins. We yeah. win. We get to drink it. It's fine. Yeah. It's a circle I'm, of I'm willing to overlook this. Took a dark turn for a second. All right. We're back on the brandy. And <laughs> I got to say, though, yeah, that is delightful. It's a uh, little vanilla I'm getting on the palate, but... Just yeah. a hint, but yeah. again, with four years, it's not over-oaked. No. Like, it's right. just enough, as we've said, to, like, round out those rougher edges of the unaged brandy, but, like, does nothing to mask it. What does a bottle this go for? I know we have the menu over here. Out of curiosity. Uh, I believe this is 58. Uh, 50, yeah, I think it's 58 for that one. I got the Central it's Illinois prices. Very reasonable. So cheap. Because I, I, yeah. wow. I would put this against like anything like that in that same price range or like from you know some of the cognacs we make fun of. That's yeah. even stuff I'm not like, going to name names, but like... But, but even like uh, like a Copper and Kings or Pierre Ferrand, like some of that comparable yeah. stuff, I yeah. would put this against that any oh, day. Yeah. Any day. Mm -hmm. and, and those are probably going for way beyond... Yeah, it depends on the comparable, skew, but... Yeah, yeah. Comparable, but it's, I, I think that would, in a blind tasting, would put some of them down. 
Yeah. For, for sure. Thank you. Illinois uh, we're branding. incredibly proud of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why we got in the, in the business. We wanted yeah. to do branding. That's great. Yeah, and this really, it is, again, I'm a geek about it because it is very Illinois. It, like, the brandy trade is so based oh, yeah. on the Mississippi River and just the, what a, uh, well, I mean, it wasn't all good for everyone, but, like, the expansion west and, like. Oh, you're saying Manifest uh, Destiny didn't yeah. serve everybody equally? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. No, Steve, come on. We're, we're happy we. We got the whole country now. Everyone, yeah. everyone got over it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's totally Everything, fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it is very historic to make yeah. brandy here. And to make it this well is just, I'm proud of that. Like, yeah. that makes me happy to be from Illinois. There also, we didn't mention it, but there's a little neck tag on this bottle, too, that uh, mentions it's a four-year single barrel. And it's just so pretty. It's like mm -hmm. such a nice addition. No, great design. Great job, guys. Yeah. Well. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, really. All around. Like, total product, you know? Like, you could put this in, like, a... Not great looking bottle and still have great brandy, but like it's the total full product. So good. So I'm a big fan of the colors navy and gold together. Actually, that was the colors of our wedding. I was gonna say, yeah, proof is in the pudding. I look great. So, navy suit. So yeah, it's very appealing. All of your labels are appealing to me for that reason. Oh, the other thing I was gonna say is like this. Like I have a couple of these bottles on my home bar, and I just feel like they pop. Like yeah, they are they do. so I good looking. Tried to keep I got the last time we were here I got the Navy strength rum and I tried so hard to keep it on my bar as long as possible. <laughs> now it's just display. Yeah, like I was now say, like, it just hangs out flowers in it. It's, it hangs out next to the potted plants in our like sunroom because it it just <laughs> yeah. looks so good. Well we uh, we actually had one customer came in one time and he was in the process of redoing his house and he was setting up a, a bar and things like that. And he, he came in, he's like, I want one of every one of the bottles. I'm like, you're kidding, right? He's like, no, I want one of every one of the bottles. That's like, a lot of bottles. Do you want to taste these? And he's like, no, I'm not going to drink. I don't drink. <laughs> They're going to be for decoration. Yeah, so just... he set his whole bar up. with. All with right. So now we've got the apple brandy. Tell us a little bit about this apple brandy. Um, the apple brandy, we get our um, apples uh, from Michigan. Um, nice. What kind of apples? Um, it's a variety. Um, they have a, quite a different amount, so they can keep that apple uh, consistent. Mm. We work with a producer up there to squeeze out all the apples up there. Very cool. Usually down here, we ha are up to our necks in grapes. <laughs> that time of year. So we look towards um, a, a, a production uh, up in uh, Michigan sure. to help us out. They send uh, the, the apple wine down to us um, to their um, our uh, specs, and then we run it through the still here. Very cool. Wow. And this uh, one's been aged four years. Four years. Wow. Uh, still American oak. American toasted. Toasted, oak. toasted yep. oak. Yeah. Thank you. I would also the, I um, the way you say it's like a variety of different types of apples. I definitely get that on the nose. Like that there's nose like is great. it's it smells like a lot of different kinds of apples is what it smells like. Right. At first you want to <laughs> say like oh Macintosh, but wait, no. there's mm -hmm. more. Yeah, like, like Honeycrisp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I did get Honeycrisp. Honey mm. That is that is there. Mm -hmm. A little bit of green, but it's not. A little bit of green. I was yeah. expecting more green. On the I, nose, like I, I was I expecting think that, more tart. I think I was expecting more green because the apple on the label is green. Is green? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Misdirection, Jenny. I like it. Right. But uh, yeah, let's, mm. let's, let's try it, guys. Let's get in there. Mm. Oh, yeah. A little, a little less savory than the first one. But it's also not little, super sweet. A little brighter, but yeah. Not, it's but not. It's fruit forward, but like, not sweet. 
I feel like people who are unfamiliar with brandy might think like apple brandy, it's going to be like apple Jolly Rancher. Right. Mm -hmm. They're thinking apple Crown Royal, which would be a mistake. Yeah, we we have a lot of conversations about that. You know, I always tell people, it's like you can really tell whether it's real fruit or artificial fruit because if it hits the palate with fruit right up front, Mm -hmm. it's fake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you get it on the back end, it's, it's apple. Yeah. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. I'm totally, yeah, I can totally see that. I think you would like this in a sidecar. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. I was yeah. trying to think of like, what are the Calvados cocktails, right? Mm-hmm. We do, uh, we actually do a take in the Manhattan. We call it the Roosevelt because Ooh, I FDR like that. I like loved that. Manhattans, but he hated whiskey. Really? He always drank apple, apple brandy. And so we do. I Roosevelt. did not know that about FDR. Steven's face, about, like, his jaw's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not every day I learn something about FDR. Histori- historian Steven over there. Although, yeah, d- just learning new shit. Dude, don't get him started on Teddy, though. He's not a Teddy fan. Uh, really, yeah. No, well, you know, two different, very different Roosevelt's. Apparently, San Juan Hill didn't go like you thought. Um, yeah. It did not, though. Here we, but we're that's not another we're, podcast. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> an hour, that's an hour we don't have right now. So we're well, gonna, I will say this. Just around the corner in Starved Rock, we were enjoying some of the Civilian Conservation Corps' work. Roosevelt's uh, yeah okay FDR's but work, we so. can't deny the fact that we have beautiful parks because of that man yeah well uh, actually FDR Civilian Conservation Corps Wait, yeah, really that was set also, it up. yeah he yep. built CCC built the uh, uh, Star Rock Lodge yeah I uh, always attribute like trails. all parks to Teddy because his, it was like but his initiative he's all about like, those national parks you know right right we're talking more about the local shit yeah yeah nice yeah so but uh, great brand also here. I like it a lot I think um so I don't have much familiarity with apple brandy. I don't. I mean, I'm the brandy noob on the podcast. Steven is our brandy bro, and I just um, shop a little over here. Okay, go on. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm just. Well, also, yeah. I mean, dude, you're like our all around spirits expert. Yeah, I, I try to be a jack yeah. of all trades. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I would say that to you, but like we all have our like little wheelhouses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think this is like good on its own. Like yeah, we're talking about like I would sip this. Like I would almost feel bad. I know you put it into cocktails, but like. Ah, I like the this. Manhattan riff. I need. I'm gonna have to try that. Oh, we can. That's we can good. arrange. That. I, I, yeah, I feel like we could probably make that happen. Yeah, they also, they also do a nice Jack Rose with it. Oh, What's in that? It, for it sure. works well on a Jack Rose. That uh, that's lemon juice grenadine. Oh yeah, and that is a very traditional apple brandy cocktail. Yeah, we you know we're trying really hard in the tasting room. I mean, we're doing some innovation and some twists, but a lot of the stuff we're doing is based on traditional cocktails because that was the fantastic stuff yeah. right yeah. Mm-hmm. you know i'm getting like um like when you let it sit on the palate for like a little while and then like that after yeah. like after the finished taste it's got like an almond kind of like cool i know i go back to that a lot but steve you owe me 10 bucks yeah. i'll take yeah. it in cash please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but normally it's during John the taste Bingo. but this is afterward yeah. it's really like it leaves like a nice flavor on the mouth yeah, uh, that is silly good yeah i was uh so i was just conferring with uh um, my consigliere steven over here and uh I, I am going to say that bottle fucks. Yeah. Whoa. That's the statement I know. That, Thank you. That, adding a fourth to that, the list. That bottle, that bottle fucks. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I love that apple brandy. The, the first one was great. This is like next level stuff. That's great stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I like that, like the, what it adds. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to, I don't know well, what it is. Well, this one was so cool because mm-hmm. the, uh, the first apple brandy we released mm-hmm. was, a, was a 14 month. And mm-hmm. um, it was good. It reminded me of Applejack. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. had the sharp edges. Mm-hmm. This one, we when we were gonna pull the four year and taste it for mm-hmm. the first time, it was like, oh shit, crap! This yeah, is, this is Calvados. Yeah, you know? right. You because I I recall having an apple brandy. I don't know if it was this the four it was, year. It was what? the well, it was the fourteen month. Right. Yeah, okay, because yeah, 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 it was it, it was good. 
but, but this it had those is, sharp edges. Right. This and is sippable. Like that was almost almost stuck to cocktails. Like mm-hmm. you can tail with it, but it's also a matter sharp. of taste and preference too, right? right? Like some people, you know, like I like. Well, I yeah, like, I mean, they're I like very things, balanced like spirits. Yeah. You know, on their own. Yeah, we were really happy with that. But what is up next? The so cider we can brandy. Start. Is uh, there's an apple cider brandy. Oh, yeah, that was mentioned. I'll go find that one. Yeah. I Wait. So how does that work? Like it's an apple cider. So do you distill from cider? Yeah, um, the cider is a little bit less in alcohol. Yeah. Uh, we are working with um, Virtue Cider. Oh, cool. We oh. are doing an experimental with them. Um, we are um, using the cider to make a brandy. We have aged it for about a year and a half in oh. our toasted oak barrels, and then we're going to set the barrels up to... Up to um, are they uh, up in Michigan, and they're gonna put their cider in those barrels and age cider in those. So hopefully that will. Very, be uh, I love the. Soon. We talk about the like reciprocation all the time of like barrels getting traded back to be aged with stuff mm-hmm. that like yeah that whole full circle right like. Exactly. And it, it, it gets us excited, too, when, like, the, you get an exchange of barrels right. that you're not expecting. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this was aged in whatever, grappa barrels, and then that grappa was then aged in coffee barrels. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Call yeah. it what you will. There's so but, many creative ways that it's being used nowadays. Well, we really love Virtue Cider. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All, it's it's out, of Mi- out of Michigan, right? right? Yes. They're uh, Michigan, too. Yeah. Uh, Michigan has good apples. Yeah, they do. They're in <laughs> Fenville. And I highly recommend going up to see them. Uh, Greg Hall has been a great innovator. Um, yeah, they do started, a lot of creative stuff at Virtue. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He started Goose Island, and wow. he, after he sold that, he started this wonderful uh, cidery up there in Fenville. And I love just going up there. They have such great uh, products, and uh, they reached out to us and wanted to do a collaboration. So this is our oh, cool. first attempt Heck yeah. working at that. We love those guys so much, and we are very excited about this. Uh, this is you're getting one of the first tastes. I was going to say. This. So you brought this out in like this little hip. Uh, what, what do you call this? A fifth or a no? Pint. Pint. Yeah. Pint. Yeah. flask. Pint flask. Yeah. Most of our experimental stuff isn't that. Yeah. So and we so just I'm pulled gonna... this out yesterday. So it's probably still in. A state where it's settling, but you know you'll get a good idea of where it's at. where it's headed. Oh, I love yeah. this! It'll 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 probably be pulled out of the barrels and sit for a couple months, and then really settle down and refine mm-hmm. its flavors. But at least what's it's fun what's to- so interesting is things like with spirits, how complicated that chemical reaction is right like it literally needs to be pulled from the barrel oh, yeah. to just sit just sit like it's still, still. occurring outside it's, the barrel yeah, for a little bit things are still happening uh, like it even, needs uh, to calm down yeah even some of the elements of barrel aging science has no idea what's going on in right it. yeah. it's like, just things are happening and it's good when it comes out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't love that it, yeah only so much you there's can. only so much science behind the art yeah no right. i will say when you brought out this uh pint uh Parker and Steve, like your eyes were just like, oh my God, I get to try it. Oh, this is cool. Well, our, our, when we did our aged agave, mm-hmm. it sat in our mixing tank for almost seven months. 
So um, it does need that time to all those barrels together, kind of sit and kind of uh, find all the, all the, the oil mingling. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, yeah, out. Kind of it's made, like but. when you make a chili and the next day it tastes better. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's got to marinate. In I have the to fridge. use it's mm -hmm. gotta, That's like Parker's thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those flavors have to hug. Yeah. It's got a hug. I like Work that. out their differences mm -hmm. and in time. Well, I'm saying well, chili and red sauce. Mm -hmm. Put that shit oh, yeah. in the fridge uh, overnight. Yeah. I, on the nose here for the apple cider brandy, though, I feel like on the last one, it was like a cornucopia of apples. And this one tastes like a more smoothed out apple flavor instead of it being a I lot of different things. Less apple on the nose. It's like yeah. the apple put a business suit on. It's like, oh, that's serious <laughs> oh, man. Now. So I was going to say, like, yeah, this apple is smalling. This is so like apple caramel to me. Like this is like a caramel apple. Yeah, I, I definitely get more of the, the barrel influence on I, the I, nose I'm here. getting the caramel that you said it. it like, but it's like Granny Smith caramel apple, like Illinois and State. Fruit. I was going to mm -hmm. say vanilla too, like apple and yeah. cream. And oh, spice. That, I love that nose. That is like so some baking good. spice. Yeah, yeah. It's a little fall. Yeah, very fall. Man, the palate is. Uh, it's just. It's nice. shocking how different it is yeah. from the last apple brandy we had. But oh my god! Yeah, this says this tastes more like whiskey to me than apple brandy. Agreed. Well, I think also you know what what we when we started out with this this is more uh it was more of a cider as opposed to a wine mm. it was right it was so a lower, lower abv yeah lower in alcohol and you can definitely uh which is actually how whiskey starts too right like you're thinking about like starting from like a or, or like distiller's, distiller's beer? beer is pretty high is it like 11 13 yeah they get a, uh, from what i understand they they hit you know, the yield we yeah. got from this was was tiny compared to the volume that came in it has to be right and that I was—that's wow. what I wanted to ask. With a lower ABV base point, is it harder to distill that? Like, is it more challenging work you, on you're the still? You're going to end up with less results, right? You um, just get a lower yield. Yeah. So I mean, they still come out similar qualities, but yeah, definitely mm -hmm. a lower yield. That makes that makes sense, and that just is what it is. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, that's the science part. Yeah. <laughs> I want this out when I outside in the fall. Yeah, this is fall drink. Like I could fall sip this by a in a hoodie. The leaves are changing colors. Maybe maybe a Bears game. It could be a Bears game. <laughs> it could still be a Bears game. <laughs> I, all right, so I I don't know about you guys, but I mean, of all the brandies that we've had, that was so interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I, being very new to brandy, am drawn to that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, man. That was so. Got a little effervescence, effervescence in the back end. That yeah. I, I yes. Dig. I'm really excited to see where it goes. It's gotta be the cider. Now, what proof would that be? This it's, it was says 82, 82 right now. Yeah. Okay, 82. Wow. It's Our like brandies are always 82. Are they always mm -hmm. okay? Find that that's like the median you found that seems to work. Yeah, I mean, 82 proof seems to be the Star Union signature. Our I vodka, like it. Our brandies. It's. I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah. The magic 80, numbers. 82 and 107. Yeah, yeah, 82, 107. I mean, yeah. it racks. Yeah. 107 is working for plenty of people. So yeah, I was yeah. going right. to say, 107 yeah. is like a hot number right now. Yeah, that's, well, that's the whiskey and the uh, reserve mm -hmm. 107. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, yep. the absinthe is at 140. Well, but. yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> right. So go big and then go home. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is that probably also going to be around like around the holidays, you think? Hopefully. Maybe? Uh, we, Fingers we, crossed. We're we're gonna talk to um, Virtue, and and see what their what how that production for them work. 
That's just incredible. Like you guys are so experimental. And I think that, I mean, I, I'm sure other folks have done like apple cider brandies, but like, I don't know. I just, don't know. I have, really? No? Yeah, I, like I'm trying to think. I don't know anything that's been d- distilled from cider. Uh, Hall does their uh, one that you're very fond oh, of. Oh, the La Normand. Yeah. Yeah, that is a cider. You're right. That's yeah. a cider brandy. Okay, so we can name like one <laughs> other one. one. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only one I know. Which but. That's also much lower proof though, too. I was going to say that yeah. comes out way below proof. Like that's mm-hmm. a liqueur. Uh, yeah, really? It's really oh, good. Okay. As, like, yeah, so this a, is a spirit. Yeah. A modified I really too. like that. That's so yeah. good. Like, that's I, I like what they're doing. You like the La Normand. Yeah, it's good. I like a lot of things that they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We you guys really, have a we similar vibe. Well, yeah. diff- similar, different. Brandy distilleries. Correct. We got all yeah. Yeah. Stick yeah. together. Yeah. Stick together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we really liked the pear and the plum brandies from over there. But Yeah, like yeah. And many other things. I can't wait for this uh, the for this apple cider brandy to be out because I'm going to fucking buy a bottle of this. this so let me know so when you come good. down because I'll be down for, uh, what was the other one we just tried? Oh, the Jennifer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to probably just yeah. have to buy you guys out on that. Well, so. well, this one, when we talked to them, we were talking about maybe doing some type of a release in Chicago. Oh, you should do With one yeah. of the li- uh, liquor you'll, outlets. You'll see there. John and I in line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be out. there. Yeah. yeah. 36, 36 hours in advance. Yeah. Very cool, guys. All right, yeah. so let's, uh, let's pivot over to a different spirit type. Let's, oh, let's do I, I, I let's do go. a quick break and confer, and yeah, then I love it. we'll, we'll discuss. We're gonna think on it, we'll and we'll discuss. be right back. Wow, that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I think I like the other one better for the okay. lead back in. No, no, we're rolling still. But oh, I, just, no. I, just, I, I, I want the, I want the listeners to know that. Um, so we can restart that. No, we're fine. Let's keep it going. Keep it, in. keep it in. That's perfect. F it, we'll uh, do we're, it live. We're back. Um, we are trying the uh, the Star Union 7525 whiskey, the light whiskey. So 75 corn, 25 rye, is that right, guys? That's correct. Fantastic. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Um, it's 75 corn, 25 rye. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> Dialed in. I love it. Two years. Two years. Okay. Two years, two years in the barrel. Two years in the barrel. Um, Looks like uh, 107 proof. Uh, yeah, 107. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a single barrel. Um, what is a light whiskey for the listener? Uh, so this would be a, a bourbon uh, if it didn't come off higher than 160 proof. So, okay. so we, we call old. it better than bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it just doesn't meet the, the, the requirements of a bourbon. It, yep. it comes off a little bit higher, so they, it's in a, a light whiskey category. Mm-hmm. A light whiskey category was kind of uh, brought in. It, in it's the kind 1960s. of the catch-all if it, sure. if it doesn't fit the, uh, the bourbon. And mm-hmm. this would be bourbon if we distilled it at 160 or below. Yeah. But, I, that's so funny. But we didn't. If it's I may, me. what are you taking it off the still at? 170. Nice. So that mm-hmm. extra 10 proof you guys will pick up in the flavors. You're going to really segment the grain flavors in it, and, and you're going to see a difference and, and why it's not bourbon. And you said you proofed this down to? 107. 107. 107. Okay. And that was, that was actually fun uh, when we were first developing it. Well, we all can participate. That's the cool thing about working here is we all get to taste, you know, and, and kind of have our input. And so we tasted it. It came out, I think we barreled it at, what, 120? One, it goes in at 120. And then we tasted it. Basically, you drop it 5 mm. to 10 proof, for mm. example, and you figure out the sweet spot. Yeah. That's where you bottle it. And we 
I think we picked 105, and it's like, well, 107. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so hot right they, now. Consumer, yeah. console. Can, consumer can always, like, drop that down if they want, you know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you can. It, it works really well. I mean, this is really the, the optimal flavor profile. But, yeah, if an ice cube brings it down to, you know, a perfect sipper. Uh, what I love about, like, selling it at 107, like, you could sell it at 80, 90, and have way more product. But you're like, no, this is the good spot. This is really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to read it. What's on this label? Again, we talk about how great the labels are. Yeah. So uh, liars be damned. For forsaken are those who bear false witness, but fear ye not. The spirits of redemption flows. Okay, that fucking rules. Uh, that's <laughs> very cool. A little bit behind that is we're we're totally transparent that we could have called this bourbon. Yeah. Nobody would have known, but mm -hmm. you know. Oh yeah. It's not. Truth, you know, yeah. truth should reign, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like, you know, there's a lot of lying going on these <laughs> uh -huh. days. Oh, sure. And, uh, you know, we want to we wanna make sure that, you know, we're above board with all this stuff. And there's a little bit of redemption at it. It's kind of like, um, you know, they're all poetic. Yeah. All, 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 of our, all of our bottles have these little whimsical... Um, declarations on the front of them and very cool it, it it could be in the past and it mm -hmm. could be today and it kind of almost all fits on the label on this one you see an old paddle boat and then uh this was the old swing bridge uh in peru here that would uh, swing around on a pivot and let barges and paddle boats go through oh that's cool so cool. again we're mm -hmm. tying history into today I, I love all the local history too that's mm -hmm. so cool um let's, well, let's, cheers let's yeah. try some whiskey guys okay yeah. wait, can't wait nose is funky yeah what are we like getting it. guys a little funk a little yeah you know it's uh much more familiar to me yes this yeah. is whiskey out guy. of my purview and back into john yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was realm it's we have been rolling in the brandy realm i know for, right for a it's while here yeah mm -hmm. i said that immediately and i was like but i have no taste i have no flavor notes <laughs> i'm having a hard time with flavor notes but i'm thinking a little bit of light citrus on that um and then maybe a little bit of caramel but it's all kind of subtle i get more of like a honey note on it i like honey honey dark caramel like like almost mm. burnt yeah Not quite yeah, I like right that. Right on the edge. Yeah, I like that. There's like something candy-like too that I'm getting, like so, I swirl it. So the interesting thing with this is uh, by distilling it, like I said, a mm. little bit higher, you're going to pick up that corn, that sweet corn at the very mm -hmm. front, yeah. and then the back end is that rice spice. Yeah. And, and so it really separates those grain notes like you typically don't get with a the bourbon. They are it's really clear. Hard to pick up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that spice the, in the finish is like right there. While you, were while you were describing that, it's like I, it was making, it, like you were like almost narrating it as I was, <laughs> as I was like, the, the timing of the taste. And then um, she tasted the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, um, I, I do like the way that you described that. Um, and I like being able to find the rye spice at the end. Like I feel like that was a nice way to round it out. It really sends it because yeah. that front of corn is almost like a shock. It's oh, like, yeah. ooh, corn. And then yeah. it. And that's the candy that, corn that you were talking about, that sweet mm -hmm. in the front. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. definitely the corn. I still get that corn on the end a little bit too. And I like that. Just like a nice really hint of sweetness. Yeah. It's Halloween and I'm just crushing some candy corn. Yeah. As you do. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to go back to this tasting note circus peanuts. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. We're gonna have a fall. We're gonna have a fall party, and we're gonna have the Jennifer, the light whiskey, and the apple, apple cider. cider brandy. Well, don't and forget the witch's up. blood. Oh, oh and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. In rage. Which is in the four titans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good for that. I mean, to be two years. That is like, oh my gosh. I think you get with the with the light whiskey. You get that 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 softness. You're not going to get those edges. A lot of that stuff will be taken out, and you're going to get that the the the, the spiciness you're going to get is from the rye, mm. and and not from. It being distilled, and, and not because it's super hot. It's just a right true flavor spice. How did right. you How did you guys decide to put the seventy five twenty five in like the name? Like because so many distilleries are not upfront about their their mash bill, like what goes into their whiskey. Their you know, there's something about like historically, like Robert Johnson had those. Uh, he had those uh, like the the thirty eight. 25 blues or one of those things and it was uh, it, i always kind of thought that like the numerology mm-hmm. in in a lot of things are important and um it almost kind of sent me back to an earlier time um with music and there's you know all kinds of numerology there's with uh throughout history mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and it it i don't think there's many things out there uh, anything like that yeah. and, and we, again we want to be different and um well I, I mean i think one of the fun things about working here is we don't we don't blow smoke over anybody's eyes about what we do this is this is what we do and that's why it's so much fun to give tours it's like yeah this is this is it this you is know, it this is 100 percent it we don't add anything on the back end. We don't sneak anything in this is this is us you either and like so, it or you yeah know. you know and then you know, we've had people who are like, oh, I don't care for that. I'm like, okay, I get that. That's why we make different things. And like, yeah, you make down. a lot of different things. You'll be able to offer some sort of cocktail or something to pretty much anybody who's coming in yeah, here. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and you'll find something for them. Exactly. But, you know, I'm not going to lie about what we make. Also, consumers' ch- tastes change. So, like, maybe they don't like it right now. Or, like, maybe they don't like what they tried right now. But, like, you offer other stuff for them to drink. And then they eventually kind of find their place. They might, well, you offer so many things too that like maybe they like migrate to another category. Oh, yeah. Hey, there are known unknowns and there are unknown unknowns. Yeah. And things you've <laughs> never had before are exactly. unknown unknowns. Yeah. So like getting people to try. Well, I mean, that's, that's really the fun part of the job. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? So my, my thing is I love taking people out of the comfort zone. You know, mm-hmm. They'll come in and they'll look at our menu and most of it's unfamiliar. And so they'll typically go, well, can I have a mule? I'm like, yeah, you can no. have one. You have a second <laughs> drink and we're going to have fun. But right. I'll give you <laughs> one cocktail. You know? Honestly, that, then, that speaks to us a little bit because I feel like we do that a lot with our podcast. Like we'll have somebody on an episode that's a rum episode. And they'll be like, but at the beginning they don't like rum. Like with Vic oh, yeah. and yeah. the um, Copper Bottom episode. Like, But she came in and she was able to try a few oh, different yeah. things that and well, it's just like she just oh my god thought, do i like rum now she just yes, thought that did. like maybe she didn't like rum because of the few things that she had tasted before but like once you give her a few different options then it's like oh like right. there's well, more and, out and there and it's funny you say that because yeah. when bob and jeff were first interviewing me to start working here mm-hmm. uh, i've been working at a bar and you know came in for the interview and they said yeah we're, we're just doing brandy i said I don't really like brandy. Ah. You know, it's, not, it's not my thing. You know, maybe here you, you could find somebody else. You know, it might be better for you. They said, "Well, you know, you're here. Mm-hmm. Will you taste it?" 
Well, it's free alcohol, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's talk and, about it. And that. so, you know, I tasted the, the different rums, and I'm like, oh, oh no, I can work with this. Yeah. yeah. And this is not what my perception of what brandy was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so, and rum was kind of the same thing. I'm like, not a huge rum fan. And mm. I talked to Case, and he's like, you haven't had Rome. Yeah. And so he showed me some different stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, the uh, the whole career has just been evolutionary. Yeah. Going, oh, wait, what I thought there was, it's not what it really is. I feel like we, there's we so, many, better, you know? so many people who are listening right now who are thinking like, oh, that's that's where I'm at right now, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I like those things, but maybe I do. Yeah, those yeah. those preconceived notions. It's like, yeah. oh, try yeah. some different stuff. And, and all of a sudden it's like... It's like have you know. fun too, right? Like exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, there's so many bourbons out there. How many light whiskeys have you tasted in right. your lifetime? It's there's a whole category. category. Yeah. It's another category. Just, you just, just the ones that I hear. I think. I mean, honestly, right? You yeah. can't just disregard the category, and if mm -hmm. it's not in a bourbon category, uh, the, the scotches and and uh, Irish whiskeys and Canadian uh, whiskey mm -hmm. all are. All yeah, there's some are still much higher than 163. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. And oh. and so we distill a lot of our spirits a little bit higher than 160 proof, especially our rums and our some of our brandies. Mm -hmm. And so we found it consistent with our still. We yeah. wanted to distill in one time. Yeah, it we didn't hits that sweet spot. Stripping. We didn't want to do a stripping run. We wanted it to go right. just once. And where we found our comfort level. I, didn't I also that. like finding that sweet spot with your still. That's like a relationship. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that is... Well, not only that, and then we also have some really nice barrels from the barrel mill that right. we have in. They're, they are uh, incredibly beautiful. They're almost like a piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. They're incredibly crafted. Almost. They are. I mean, are. A, a yeah. proper barrel is a work of art. Yeah. So all of those things working together... You get a lot of flavor from your barrel, and let's try something different. It doesn't all have to fit in this tight category. Why not try something new, try something different, try something outside the box a little bit? And you might be surprised at might the be, I love that. We, I will say, the Shy Spirits guys love that. That yeah. is true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The collective we. The royal yeah. we. The royal we. <laughs> Embrace innovation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Seriously. 100%. Because, oh man, the, the market would be so boring without it. Right? And on, on that sharp left turn, we're going to rum? We're drinking some rum, guys. Yeah, now we are Jumping in, from whiskey to rum. Now we're in Parker's, I mean, this is really your wheelhouse. Yeah, Even yeah. Though, this yeah. is Parker's wheelhouse. Yeah. I've, I've been known to enjoy a rum or two. Uh, yeah, so this is their, uh, their, their five-year gold rum. Five-year five gold, gold rum. rum, yeah. What makes it gold? Why do we call it that? Well, look at it, John. Well, look it's at gold. the color. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like an industry term or anything like that. It's just, yeah. yeah. Uh, very cool. I, single barrel. Very exciting. Uh, same barrels as like the whiskey and the brandies? Uh, no. Um, these were old whiskey, bar old whiskey like, barrels. So One-time whiskey barrels. Okay. Uh, this um, was actually done at Tailwinds. Right. So the story is um, when Tailwinds was closing down we were opening we had met um uh casey and his brother toby um when we were doing our tour waiting for our still to be built we went out and saw about 160 different distilleries around the country oh wow and so we hit all the local ones so we kind of knew everybody mm. and yep. when they closed down 
we had been there a few times and we wanted to give them support and we asked them, so how can we help you? And they said, we lost our lease. They're going to, they've, they've unplugged everything here. We need to sell our barrels or we have to pour them down the drain. So my business partner, Jeff is a lawyer. He got on the line and was able to get a transfer in bond within two days. Wow. And it was a crazy week. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a busy and week. <clears throat> we went from being um, brandy manufacturers to having uh, a whole bunch a of rum. A literal <laughs> shed load oh, yeah. of rum. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, as, as, you know, the mixologist here, I've been working with, you know, we vodka and brandies, and that was, that was our product line, pretty yeah. much, you know. And uh, I was working mostly just weekends, so I didn't hear about this whole thing mm. you know i came in on like a friday night and bob and jeff kind of took me aside and said oh by the way we're <laughs> also going to be a rum and, and agave distiller. I'm like, the what you know since when yesterday yeah, don't yeah, worry about exactly that. <laughs> you know and so this whole thing was just like insane you know down to jeff driving down with barrels of, of spirits and wow. in a rented truck yes yeah. wow. yes and then and oh, then, that is so cool. And then Toby said, I, we said, is there anything else he's, uh, that, we, that we could do for you? And then Toby said, well, my brother's looking for a job. And I said, well, we're looking for a distiller. I think this is a match made in heaven. Wow. And uh, Casey has really done a great oh, job Casey, for us. Casey's oh, Casey's awesome. God. So, yeah, Casey wasn't quite sure how to take me at first because <laughs> I, am, I met him and I re started referring to him as the mad scientist. Yeah. And yeah. He's like, I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm like, what you are dude. right yeah. yeah you know you're you're blending magic and, and <laughs> science and you do this crazy stuff but uh, so my question about the rum is so this is from tailwinds and i actually remember when we were here last time i think i saw the barrel yeah i was yeah. gonna say they yeah. still had right? the tailwinds like label yeah. or stamp on them yeah, yeah last time yeah, there's still here. a few of them around the empty ones are over there yeah but so this one we just went over five years mm -hmm. we had to use two of them because uh you they just went so into much. our reserve rum barrel. This oh. was the leftover from the rum barrel. So um, this was the five. It needed to get five years yeah. to this, get into the reserve one, rum barrel. Oh. And I will the, the sherry cask. This rum is on the bleeding edge mm -hmm. over oat. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. It, is, it is like the perfect. I mean, it's like oh, right man. before the fruit starts to go bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey and I had had a discussion because we, we tapped it and tasted it, and it was like, it's going to go real quick. Like like agave, rum is so fragile. Like, if the moment it's over, it's too, mm -hmm. you're done. Exactly. Like, it's exactly. ruined. This, this one worked out, or it was like the perfect moment. Just nicked it, it. yeah. Like, yeah. wow. So, Steve, what are your thoughts on that? I see you already drank yours. Yeah, because it's <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the what nose was the, is amazing. What was the proof here? Uh, 82. 82. 82. Right, yeah. Like, again, proofed perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, easily sippable, but like... It was like a fruit punch. A Coca Libre. Well, I want to go back to the nose for a moment. It's like a fruit punch nose. It is like so nice. I mean, I know that fruit punch doesn't necessarily sound great, but like it's got like a variety. Like fruit punch is like apple, pineapple. A note of it's got a nice depth. No, yeah. a note of fruit punch isn't a bad thing. Yeah, but tasting I mean, like, like, like yeah, straight yeah. up tasting like fruit punch yeah. is you not know, a bad thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that is just very complex, really deep. Like, 
I agree with the bleeding edge of just... It's right there, yeah. I mean, another three months and it would have been... And, yeah, it'd be a vanilla bomb. Mm -hmm. That's great. But that... Mm. Yeah, that's good. Um, These were the two barrels that mm -hmm. just made it to five years. Yeah. So... So do you have uh, any also, more tailwind with, rum? We do. Okay. Uh, it's younger. Yeah. Um, uh, and and now you um, are you distilling your own rum at this point, or what's the plan? Yes. We we still do a lot of rum. You do. We do our, our yeah. silver rum. We still do our um, navy strength rum. That is almost That's like your a, own. a Solera yeah. method. Okay. Uh, mm. Because we have these. Um, barrels that we have selected and they even date back to the tailwinds time when they were doing the navy strength rum there oh yeah right yeah. now we're, next thing we're family. trying is the spice jess we it's are a, we're cooing about the uh this is another, the navy strength rum that i'm yeah. a big fan of this is another uh pint bottle of of mm -hmm. rum that we're passing around it's a little experimental so this is the experimental that um, we've been working on for about six to eight months. Maybe yeah, that. yeah. This is actually the first one that Aaron and Casey have done without any involvement from me whatsoever. <laughs> You're Unsupervised. Yeah. No. Top men <laughs> yeah. well, have we'll, been put on the project. You'll give them your critique. And it'll yeah, I mean, I've, I've tasted it and you said, hey, you know, this is... This is good, but maybe go this direction. And they, and they said, well, you know. maybe mind your own goddamn business. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of that. Aaron is, is he's a really quiet guy, but he's over at that table all day long, and his head is down. Yeah. He, he is, is working focused. on everything. All right. So tell me, what is a spiced rum? Rum with spices, John. <laughs> Sorry. There, there's not a lot of it's, rules, it's, really. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, a lot like the, it's a lot like gin, really. They, yeah. you, know, in, yeah. you infuse the spices in the rum. I will say, when it comes to rules, rum is the pirate of rum like it's oh, just yeah. like oh, rules yeah. fuck those yeah oh yeah <laughs> rum is like the, do whatever the what fuck I you love want about rum. Yeah. Yeah. as long as it's got sugar cane in it somewhere it's a rum it's a rum yeah, yeah. yeah. rum it's enough fine. for me <laughs> what exactly. um so do you guys know this what spices are in this i don't even know honestly i'll be honest just, i got so i don't get maple syrup i just get maple mm. On the nose I, here. I think he is using actually like a maple bark. bark. I was gonna say yes. <laughs> Give him a little barky, yes. yeah. Yeah. Look at the nose. Actually, really cinnamon. All right, so John, I want you to taste this and then yeah. tell me all eight spices that are in there. Caramel Go too. Go ahead. Yes. Now every time you get one wrong, though, Maple you're gonna get caramel. zapped by about oh, that's so 500 cool. volts. That's, kind of like, that's kind it's of, gonna go up every time. I'm gonna say you volunteered, didn't you? Tell me there's some gentian root like <laughs> right now. Uh, that's, actually, that's actually orris root. Orris but, uh, root. Damn. Oh. I was gonna call. Yeah, it honestly, I, I have no <laughs> idea what he's got in it. I know he's got what. Ooh, that's nice though. That's incredible. I've almost got like a. Um, I usually get this note on gin. Yes, but like a eucalyptus note. Again, spice, mm -hmm. spice yeah. on a gin. And I think like there's some of the bark. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So he yeah. uses yeah. some bark. I think he's got some birch bark. In Can it. I be honest with you? When you birch said bark. spice rum, I, I was that. like, wait, why are they doing a spice rum? Like a Captain Morgan kind of thing? Like I was slapping you I was in your thinking, mouth. But I didn't know because I was like, spice rum. That to me is spice rum. Now, John, this if you ever listen to the episodes we do when you're not on them, yeah. you would know the spice rum is its own. Yeah. Yeah. The, now I've only encountered one good spice rum before now. Yeah. Um, made by our good friends at Chairman's Reserve. Oh yeah, yeah. They I was, make, they I was a, trying to figure out what the other spice. Yeah, they make a, they make a wonderful spice rum. Was okay. Um, everyone else is doing badly. Yeah, and most uh, people do it badly. This mm -hmm. is so refined. This is so this is elegant. Great. This is so interesting. Yeah, it's like a good. gin of rum. Yeah, like yes, John. Again, I though, can't believe that. that is, I'm going to no, stick honestly, with fall on this if I'm drinking it neat. Mm -hmm. 
Well, however, or, I mean, I feel so like you can cocktail was, with it too but, and but, do some uh, really cool. Yeah, but I feel like there's, that, yeah, there's room for this. Well, yeah, and I mean, part of the concept was Midwestern spices. Yep. You know, and it nails uh, that because the evergreen. early stuff we did was we were trying to do South American spices. Right, Captain Morgan, baby, and, and Admiral had, Nelson. Yeah, Captain Morgan with real flavor. And less sugar. And yeah, much less sugar. I was expecting like a sugar bomb here. It is so no. clean. It is mm-hmm. so. This is like the runner's spiced rum. Mm-hmm. So this is great. Is it's almost I, got like I a, like Midwest though. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but like it's clear that it's not like Caribbean. It's not Caribbean style. It's more like yeah, coniferous. Or, it's more like coniferous mm-hmm. than it is like mm-hmm. Caribbean. I feel like I'm like hiking starved rock right now. Right. Yeah. Spices. And picking up anything <laughs> you find same. on the ground that's not yeah. poison. Yeah. yeah. Watch out for the poison ivy. But it's during yeah, it's all but it's during the fall and all the leaves are, you know, changing and yeah. Yeah. Everything's is juniper golden. in that? Yeah. Like I know yeah. I'm yeah. saying like bright. Yes. It is so juniper like adjacent. Yeah, so but gin like, adjacent. But there's also like a little cinnamon. Like a little like it's oh, like cinnamon yeah. stick. It's like that little like raw cinnamon without the sugar. It is like mm-hmm. I recently cinnamoned all of our house plants due to fruit flies. Um, oh, yeah. So I've been smelling <laughs> that a lot, like raw shaved cinnamon, definitely in there. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the most gin tasting rum I've ever had in my life. Yes, um, that it's is one so of, cool. Not that a bad is, way, just like it's. it's I'm gonna have to try vibes. the other spiced rum, but yeah. like I don't usually find one that I that I like. That is I can such that. a cool spirit to have on. Like, I would yeah. buy that. That is so good. That is so cool. I cannot wait. It could be yours. I know, in right? In December. Three. <laughs> <Hopefully. Yeah. laughs> I'm saying, you, you, uh, y'all need to definitely let the public know when you do these, like, uh, distillers runs, if you will, or whatever. Distiller kind of, series. Uh, distiller L- limited series. release. Yeah. People love limited release. They do. I literally have made a mark on my paper for all of the uh, stuff I'm like, oh, I need to buy a bottle of that. And it's all of the distillers release stuff. Yeah, it's all of the stuff that isn't quite there yet. Yeah. It's all, well, yeah, the stuff that's going to, yeah, be out soon. We'll learn more later. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because, you know, to do this stuff, it's like to step over the line, you know, and Mm -hmm. so do you spend six months to a year stepping over the line and figuring out what's good? Like you said, with the, with the spice room especially, we went one direction with it. We scrapped the whole thing. Mm. You know, right. I said, nope, this isn't what we want. And to start over again has been interesting with it. You know? That's great. It turned out great. Yeah. It's very That's good. So, cool. so next up, we've got the uh, agave. This is I'm the rested agave. So excited for this. So rested agave, meaning our... barrel rested agave. Yes. As opposed to, well, because that... Is a good question. As like, like reposado it, is rested. Why couldn't you call it re- repo? Because um, it's not tequila, John. Correct. And um, but, it could be. And the reason for that is that it was made. It was aged here in America. But I've seen repo mezcal. Well, yeah, you can. But that's still it. Mexican. Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. so it's so, so reposado is actually also a Mexican copyrighted term. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, we can't use basically any tequila probably. air quotes terms. Actually, yeah. Well, it's similar with uh, gins. You can't call it barrel aged. It has to be barrel rested. or You see barrel reserve or you see... I didn't know that was a rule. We've tried so many barrel aged gins on this podcast. And then I went to a distillery, one of the New Orleans ones, and they were like, oh, no, you can't call it barrel aged. We have to call it barrel reserve or barrel international copyrighted terms are so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even realize that that was like a language issue. 
like on the bottles or whatever. But anyways, it doesn't. See, what kills me though is yeah. that like it would be kind of helpful if we could have like one term that was like this is what this means. But, but, but yeah, I think John like reposado is clearly a, a Mexican term. Where it's like so it's like cheese and queso. It's like listen, America's cheese. Right. Yeah. 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 You're calling so, queso is insensitive. Listen, chilies, don't lie to us. <laughs> <laughs> so like like scotch. We could make scotch. It's American right. But it would be American peated whiskey. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Which, you know, it's the same type of thing. Yeah, you it, see Ameri- American single malt whiskeys a lot. I guess exactly. in many ways it is actually telling you more information. Which, which real growing category, by the way, that American single malt. It, oh, yes. It oh, is, yeah. yeah. I know they're a lot of those malters up in Wisconsin just crushing. Have well, you guys it, ever thought about well, any of that? Um, one thing at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, the cool thing is that, you know, when we sit down... You know, like evenings or if the, the whole group sits down, it becomes like this whole brain trust thing. You know, mm-hmm. we throw ideas out and it's like, okay, well, we got this going now. Let's get this done and then we'll, you know, recircle around and, and think about it. Yeah. So, I mean, nothing's really off the table ever. It's yeah. very clear from your repertoire here. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I'm, I know we're going up to Wisconsin next month. We're going to check out our, our friends over at Hatch Distilling and they, have, they do a pretty good American single ball, actually. Mm-hmm. But we're tracing some rested agave right now. Um, oh wow, that smells so. Oh, good. libation of life, spark ingenuity, and sprite of the of invention. Let the agave spirit reign. So obstacles be bested, soul sated. Every cup fulfilled. I was just reading the label on this I agave like spirit. Fantastic. They're also nose. inspirational. I've yeah. got a lot of butterscotch and toffee on the yes. nose. Yes. It, it smells like a, and honestly, right smells there. like a bourbon or something on the nose. Like it is. It's very much. It drinks very much like bourbon. very, very much yeah. like a bourbon, which well, is why I do the old fashioned. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, no. It makes sense now. <laughs> Listen, that Oaxacan old fashioned. I'm a fan of. Oh yeah. Um, but no, like a lot of the aged agave oh, wow. taste does taste a lot like a bourbon. And so rested. I'm sorry. Did we already say this? How long rested? So um, this um, spirit, we had eight barrels mm. from Tailwinds. Mm. The oldest was 28 months. The youngest was 14 months. We blended it, let it well, sit for that about makes sense. six or seven months, and then we bottled it, and it came out to about 1,100 bottles. So that's like almost like an Añejo. I mean, that's like oh, beyond we're really on the fence there. And Hold again, maybe? I don't know. Like, we're, as said, the legal classification is out because we're in America. Yeah. Right. So, but I mean, isn't Añejo a year or more? In fairness, though, Steve, these colors don't run. Yeah, so for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. slap you. I, I, no, I think the average of that would probably be in uh, in Yeho range. Yes, okay. yes. And the, yeah, yourself. the average is, and it shows in the color. Oh, right? it's so well, dark. It's, mm-hmm. And so these dark. were small barrels, so I think there mm, were 26, okay. 28, and 30 oh, well, that okay, that's a whole different. That's barrels. like that's like extra Neho then. Yeah, that, that explains it, the amount barrels. of wood we're getting. It, it's yeah. on the it's pal- almost yeah. kind of foggy though, too. Like the it's not it's not like I can't see through this bottle. Do you do chill filtration? Like how does that work? No non chill filter. You gotta I, keep that. Yeah, are you taste. kidding me? Yeah. We, Have you seen the legs on these glasses? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any <laughs> signs yeah. of chilled filtration. Gams right there, yeah. they'd say back Some in the day. Gams. Exactly. No, that's cool. Oh, wow. All right. That's good. All right. That's, that, it? Yeah. that's great. Yeah. Wow. And I get the old fashioned. It's like, it, it, it makes all the sense. Yeah. Yeah. That one, uh, that, the old fashioned is kind of fun because it's got the jalapeno syrup in it. Right. right. So I was going to say, what kind syrup. of bitters are we using? Yeah. So, uh, chocolate. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So that one has chocolate bitters, jalapeno syrup, and it's actually stirred with clove. Yeah. Right, that's what I want to try. So, like, that's, that's, actually... that's exactly what I want to do with this. Hope if someone good. said, like, what would you do? Yeah. 
you nailed. Yeah. You Hope nailed. it's good with pizza from next door. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to do some variety. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that uh, is incredible. Right. I would put. The, uh, I, well, we're gonna, you know what we're gonna do is because I'm gonna buy a bottle of this. We're gonna yeah. do a uh, side by side with this and that Codigo and Yeho I've got at home. Okay, I absolutely have to nominate this for that bottle. Fucks, that is so incredible. They, here's why, because that is an agave spirit. It tastes like a bourbon. It tastes like an agave. It tastes like they had a kid together. It is so incredible. Yeah, but that kid was illegitimate. It was, uh, yeah. it was, it was a yeah. crazy weekend <laughs> yeah. in yeah. Switzerland. No one was in ready Mexico. for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, oh, yeah, that's a better point. Yeah. Senor Brock? Yeah. <laughs> I, st- I stand by it. Like, that bottle fucks. That is so incredible. That is so cool. I, I might second you on that one. Yeah. If you think about, like, what an Añejo tries to achieve, I think that that does it because it's barrel influence on the uh, on the agave spirit. Like the pepper is down, it's low. The vanilla is high. It is, but it's not like a bourbon in the sense that like it does have like you still pick up the floral. Yeah, the, the agave yeah, fruity mm-hmm. floralness yeah. in the front end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. our our silver agave is extremely floral. Yes, it has a lot of citrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. real lime. It, it's it's really interesting. Right. Yeah. Because our, our agave, you don't pick up the smoke from the open no, there's pit no. fermentation. Yeah. I, there, yeah. There's none of that smoke. Please so revisit our previous episode. Right? I still have, I still have half a bottle of it home actually. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. It's um. Yeah, our previous episode, we talked about that one. Did we ask you about like I don't know if this is out there, but like I mean, how long does it? How long do you smoke the agave? Like, do you know as like, long, long as it takes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That really depends on the size of the agave. But whether usually or not it's like a couple like, days, right? Like it can be like no lie, like it. With tequila, with Blue Weber, it's usually quicker. Yeah. Like they will shred it; they'll just put it through like a like a grinder, turn it into pulp, and then ferment that. But like with mezcal, if you have giant like pinas, like really big pinas, they'll like just quarter them, yeah. and that will take days big to cook pina. down. Yeah. Uh, no, I've heard the best way to get the most out of agave is sulfuric acid. Is that true, Steve? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, sure. the the <laughs> yeah. best way is yeah. to just clone the Blue Weber agave so much. So much so that you have to harvest their babies. We're now and use. We're now we're entering the part of the that's podcast. That's why I drink Tobolon that's satire. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Stop me. Relax. Just mute my mic. Listen. Okay. Um, so let me ask you guys this though. So I this is related to agave, and you guys are obviously like doing some very interesting things with it. Would you ever do a pachuga? So pachuga. So I'm sure they're. Yeah. I can tell. This category. So category of pachuga. It's when do you put into the process, but there is like poultry involved, right? Yeah. So, you know what? Basically, you would. Yes. So, Casey and I have (laughs) talked about this forever. Fuck yes. Um, Right. The problem is, I don't know if we would get you to that through the TTP. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, when you start talking federal regulation in the United States, that what, makes if you, sense. what if you what if you called it in the Pachuga style? Or like we could well, like it's more I think it's more just it's, the raw it's more chicken the raw in poultry the hanging in the in the column. Yeah. Oh. And so yeah. that's the problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, but okay, we, we have talked about in defense, the small still we're like, well, you know, we could hang a sparrow. In the small school. <laughs> wait, 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 I think I game Guys. <laughs> okay. Set the songbirds aside. I have I have a I'm gonna propose a solution to you, and I know a business owner in Chicago who would be behind that. Oh my god. You gotta make a Chicago Pachuga. It's a hot dog. <laughs> I'm not 
<laughs> I'm not even kidding. Wait, of like a Vienna beef? Yes. Wow. You, you know what would yes. actually probably work really well? Because yes. basically what you're doing is you're, you're steaming that to death. But you're mm. pulling the proteins, you're mm. pulling the cartilage, and you're you're adding this thickness. I, and I know a guy to who... Ideally, the essential oils exactly. of the Yeah, no, we, we, yeah. we literally have talked I, about... I know the look on your face, Seth. I'm telling oh, you, you, about you either created We've an amazing spirit or a war crime. Oh, I don't know which. I, right, right. But honestly, like, you put that Chicago flag on that bottle, like, you find a way... Oh, my God, that will... That you would you wouldn't be able to produce. Put a large size pin in that. Yeah. Well, I'll have him email Bob. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Seriously. We are we are open to a lot of things. It sounds that way. Yeah. I love it. All right, guys. So what do we have next here? I believe it's last, but certainly not. Absinthe. I feel like my palate is so ready for this to just get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like. That the agave, the rest of the agave was so nice, so gentle, very like, supple. Is, yeah, the absinthe yeah. isn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we kind of. We're going air, in a different direction now. Off air, last time we were here, we tried. Is this similar to that? Where are we? At? That we'll do a whole service. It, it's very similar. To we'll that. get the fountain. Oh, yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah. There was a. So there's a there's a fountain involved with this apparently. So. <laughs> oh really? Do we want to take a quick break? Yeah, we'll yeah, take a break. Yeah, we'll take a quick break before we get back to this absinthe tasting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Shy spirits listeners, cheers. And we're back. We've got some absinthe in front of us and a really cool fountain contraption that made it all happen. Now, what do you call that? That's called an absinthe fountain. <laughs> there you go. Really okay. <laughs> All over it. Uh, we're going to have to share some photos and videos on Instagram to fully explain what happened. But verbally, can you go ahead and just give us a background on, on how this works and try to give them, uh, the listeners, a visual? Yeah. So uh, basically, absinthe in its true spirit is very, very high proof. It's 140 proof alcohol. And so most people don't want to drink 140 proof. And so when it was originally designed, they realized if you cut it with a little bit of water and sugar, it made it more palatable. And as this became a culture, the absinthe tower was designed, which is basically a pedestal which holds ice water and has four spigots on it. And the spigots, when you turn them, just drip the water. It's so elegant looking, though. It, it's it's really cool. It's like I said, you know, it, it's top. it's all very much a ritual. You know, I've seen them I with ladies holding the absinthe artichoke. tower. Yeah. <laughs> Could be a hop. It may be a. Maybe it might be a hop. You know. Is it oh, an acorn? Oh, yeah, it it's, it's it's definitely some sort of a nut fruit. Thing. I've seen it with um, a hen, like the, the. Really. It's like. Oh a yeah, hen. I've seen yeah. the, the towers where cut the, crystal towers or naked, you know, ladies holding the the absinthe tower up. So it became really a cultural piece, uh, back in back in the early 1800s in Europe, and uh, so essentially what it is, it's just designed to drip cold water down over the sugar that you add to the cocktail and you have a slotted spoon that you lay across the top and as the water drips down it dissolves the sugar and as it adds the sugar and the water to the absinthe uh, as it dilutes the proteins that are bonding the herbal elements to the absinthe to the alcohol start to dissolve and then what happens is called a lausch. And so it goes from a very clear, crystal greenish color to kind of a milky green, and that's a that's a true lausch. It, that. it almost has this like uh, glowing look to it. It's mm-hmm. alluring. It is, yeah, almost glowing, like it would glow in the dark. I I think I'm on record of liking the flavor anise, which I know is like characteristic of absinthe. So I'm very excited to try this. 
So, and this is the absinthe that you have made. This is this is our absinthe. Yeah, this is uh, four years in the making. Uh, a long time. And, wow. and like I was telling you guys when we were off air, you know, like I said, that was part of when I was interviewing for this position. I said, <laughs> "Can can we make absinthe?" And Bob and Jeff both said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen. And eventually, I pestered them enough that they uh, they finally conceded and said, "You know what? If you can make it, make it." And here we are. And here we are. And and so Casey and I, you know, got into where Casey and I go and discussing the, the possibilities. And like I said, there was no, no recipe. recipe, right? Yeah. So we looked at the herbs that would be growing in Europe and we knew it had a niece. And so we had a base and this is I think the twelfth attempt wow. was the final <laughs> recipe. Twelfth times a charm. Uh, yeah, the the first eleven were I mean, they got progressively better. The first mm -hmm. five, I would say, were undrinkable. I mean, you, you would taste them and go, no, oh, where do you stop? Oh, no. And, and no. so we had to modify the, the methodology and things. So, so, like, what is the base, like, grain? Or, like, I don't know anything about So, in the stuff. U.S., typically, absinthe is done with vodka. So it could be any, any grain vodka. Um, in Europe, it is typically done with brandy. So hmm. it still strings brandy, so it starts at brandy at... 170, 180 proof. Um, we had the unique kind of thing here where we made both brandy and corn liquor, and we taste out of the still all the time, and so we know what the flavor profiles are like. And so we realized very quickly into the process that still strength brandy and still strength corn liquor have a very similar flavor profile. So they both, you know, basically rise and, and fall in sweetness at the same point and everything. And so this, this absinthe is actually made with corn liquor. Wow. Really? So we, we decided to do a true American oh, absinthe. That's uh, wow. super unique. Oh, my God. God damn. Not even Captain America can be as American <laughs> as that. We're in Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> we want to, you know, have that Illinois grain in our spirits. Wow. That is so cool. So I've just tried it. And Whoa. it is fantastic. Yeah. Steve and I looked at each other like, holy shit. Yeah, this this makes my uh makes my shoulders weak. Like <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm sitting down. <laughs> yeah. No, it's nice. Wow. Wonderful. It's it's silky, it's smooth, it's rich with flavor. I never would have guessed that sugar was added to it, which obviously it was with the sugar cube, but like it's an appropriate very appropriate amount of sweetness is what I'm trying to say. It, it softens the bitterness of the wormwood. Yes, and the, and 100%. Yeast, yeah. And it really makes that. Yeah, uh, because if you taste absinthe straight, it's like, it's a very aggressive it, flavor. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. get that wormwood, though. It's still there. Oh, it's still there. It's still there. It's not complaining That will never go anywhere. No, no, it can't go away. That finish is right there. Oh. So nice. Yeah. Wow. This and is dangerous. Reminds me, this, I was say, it reminds me of college when we used to smuggle this stuff in from... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, our our pal Harrison used to bring it in from. I don't, I don't know where the fuck he got it from. Ahead of your time, he, you know. With, so, yeah, most people are drinking natty light. Mm -hmm. You're smuggling in absinthe. Oh, I had plenty of natty lights in my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so is yeah. this called an absinthe cocktail? What would you call this? Um, this is a Service. proper absinthe pour. Yeah. Proper this absinthe is pour. this is the way you would have got absinthe in an absinthe house in Europe in 1840. Also, Ernest Hemingway. That's super cool. Him. Oh. Ernest Hemingway drank the shit out of this. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Well, I was, no, I just said it was super cool. As I was talking about in, on the break, we uh, we used to frequent an absinthe bar in Florida that had a similar uh, setup with, uh, with the contraptions and such, where they're dripping the water on the on the sugar and everything. It was really cool. It was on the second floor of a restaurant behind a bookcase. 
Oh, oh yeah. You just kind of had bar. to know. You had to know it was there. They did yeah. not promote yeah. it. That's I mean, like the most cultured part of Florida. I mean, well, being from you know, Florida, I can just say the, that. Just the top floor of that built bar, yeah, I promise. Right Everything else there, around that, it, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's the most European place. But, right. you know, that's the thing. I, I love the whole absence, the, the mystique mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. it. You yeah, know, right? you use the word culture at one point in time, too. Like, it's a thing. It is. It's a great way to share a moment in your life with your friends. And it makes that ritual of filling it and pouring it, letting it drip over the anticipation of that drip, 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 and you see it loushing. I'm saying seeing the louch. Because you can see it happen and that like blending of just like consistencies and color, like it's beautiful. It'll, it be, is. it'll be cool when the, you're able to do this in your tasting room because people will see other people doing it and they'll be like, oh, that's cool. What's that? Yeah. And I feel like that'll help educate a lot of people on what absinthe is and how it's supposed to be drank and, you know, kind of view it in a different way. And if I saw you with one of these, Jenny, I'd be like, I'll have what she's having. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Awesome. I honestly, I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, I need an absinthe Valentine. I know. I'm not going to lie. Like, I have a long list of thrift store shit that, like, I just will look for for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. This has been added to the list of, like, well, if it ever shows up and I'm at, Steven, you know. make an eBay alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This so might have to be one. There's, there's actually a ton of it out there. Um, I almost bought an original 1860s French absinthe fountain one time with matching glasses. Nice. $6,000. Only $6,000 American oh, dollars. So <laughs> I did not buy that, but I really lie. wanted it. Yeah. Well, guys, this is awesome. So let's I want to recap a little bit and talk about uh, what was everyone's favorites from today? Wow. We tried a lot of fun stuff. That is stuff. a difficult... This, is a, mm. this has been a journey. So, so, you know, I'm going to start with, uh, where Dan, what was your, what's your favorite of the stuff we tried today? As someone who's oh got a hand boy. Um, absinthe. Yeah? <laughs> absinthe. Yeah. You know, absinthe mm-hmm. is my favorite spirit, period, you know, across the board. Mm-hmm. I, I love everything that we do, but absinthe is always going to be, you know, yeah. for me. Right. Bob, what's your favorite of the things we tried today? I think uh, the four-year brandy. Yeah. I think that yeah. savory, wonderful, um, great based um spirit is always that's what got me into the business and if now here we are at four years um it's crazy what what the original drive was you know why did you start doing this crazy shit you know (laughs) right (laughs) yeah um steven what was your favorite conflicted how (laughs) john what was your favorite let's get about it for a second well so this is so hard but I'll probably rest with the arrested agave. Yeah, I, I thought you might. You know what? Here's the thing. I was like, there were so many other things that I liked a lot that I really thought were cool. The rested agave is the thing that I would want to go back to. And like, literally, I was like, well, I need to make sure I can buy a bottle of that before I leave. Yeah. Because it was both this like marriage, like I said before, yeah. of like whiskey and agave, like it's like bourbony reposado kind of, or añejo really. Yeah. And I just like that so much. It was so cool. And I like the story behind it, too. Just, you know, those, how you blended it, and it was such a small, little, cool run. And, yeah, so special. Like, we're very fortunate to have been able to try that. Absolutely. Uh, Jenny, what was your favorite? I feel like I could easily list six things in this 
like I'm gonna, I'm gonna limit you to two. Well, I'm gonna nod my head yes to that though. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but yes, they're a lot of great things. Um, I would like to shout out the spiced rum. Yes. Mm-hmm. You all know that I love the grappas. That's not I like I love those things. You're on record, yeah. We're not She liked the Blanco, you like the aged Parker. Just putting that up. I'm going to add the rested <laughs> agave to my favorites though. Okay. Yep. Um yeah, it's tough because everything there was a lot of good stuff there. And the grape ricot, thank you for letting us try that. Oh that my was cool. Oh, God, grape that is, ooh, get that on market. Yeah. Uh, Steve, your favorite. That's where I'm conflicted. So I gotta s I I gotta say it. The grapricot, grapricot. It's it's amazing. Grapricot. Grapricot. Love it. But it's not available yet, so I feel like I can't say that was my favorite. We need to tell people what they want to buy right now. Right. And the absinthe also fucked me up on that, because like this is Oh my god, yeah. Is this for so sale? Good. Not yet. Yet? Yeah. Not yet. Uh, okay. Soon we'll be doing uh, like in house in in house. I'm going like back that. in December. I respect I respect that because this is proper fucking absinthe i've had a it's lot so cool and this you. actually really so uh so i had cool. somebody else tried who's not been on and she was like yeah i had this over in like you know paris and it was fine and then she tried this and she was like that's really good <laughs> so that's wild thank you yeah like you said the the absinthe was a trip because we didn't we started with basically what grows in europe right and so it's been a lot of fun it's like reverse engineering kind of right yeah exactly yeah. um but the uh apple brandy Oh yeah. yes, yeah. that that Not was a again. huge surprise. Only because the last time we were here, it was different, and now it's like in its final form. So yeah, you had the same reaction I did when I tasted it, because like I said, the the original, the fourteen month, I like it. Was it. good, it's yeah, good, it was very, it was very good. good. And then Bob's like, here, try this, and I tasted the the oh, because he didn't tell. Nobody ever tells me what I'm tasting, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so they just guess. hand me stuff and go, here, taste here, it. Shove it in your it's hand. like almond. Yeah. Oh, that's cyanide. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Casey tried that with still strength vodka one day. Luckily, I was wise to him. Uh, but you know, so Bob handed me this glass and he said, here, taste this, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. What is this? And he's like, this is. It's our brandy, baby. And it's like <laughs> it's it's changed so much. Yeah. You know, it really has evolved. Because you know, I work with them all a lot, mm-hmm. and so it's really been cool to see the the change mm-hmm. in the different agings and things like that. Oh, very cool. Parker, your yeah, favorite? Yeah, dude. Yeah, so I, you know, I enjoyed an absinthe is great. That uh, grappercot, also great. I'm excited to see those come to market. Uh, my favorite thing today, though, was that apple brandy. That I, thought you, really? I thought it might yeah. be, um, yeah. That It's I, silly. I'm on record saying that bottle fucks. It's yeah. so good. And I, I enjoyed the other four-year brandy, but that something about that apple brandy hit me just right. Yeah, great, great balance. Um, do great we flavor. do we need to clear up? Are we putting the sticker on the rest of agave too? Well, I mean, I had a second. I had a second on my uh, my claim of that bottle fucks, but I would I need a third since there's four of us to get majority for which one for the apple brandy. Yes. Uh, oh, I th- I was talking about the rest. You're talking about the rest of agave. I, I am comfortable putting on both of those, actually. Yes. I thought I, that would be my second favorite was the rest of Gabby. Yeah, I, think, I thought it was really good. I yeah, mean, if you're asking I, me if I'm going to buy both of those things yes. after we finish this pot, yes, I yes. guess. Yes. But, uh, like, I yeah. wish we could wrap up sooner so I could buy those bottles. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm worried that they're going to sell out in the gift shop right now. I'm just like, oh, God, no. I was busy making a podcast. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I would support that strongly. All right. I, okay. think, I think both those bottles fuck So we've got two. Yeah. Two. Right, making can we get it again. Making oh. it hot. Making yes. it five total for this distillery. So. Wow. Honestly. But, but honestly, guys, great job on these yeah. spirits. We fucking love them. We, I love the distilleries. It's fantastic. Yeah. You guys are just doing stuff that, you know, I mean, so few other people are willing to do. Mm-hmm. And 
you need to get the credit for it. Can, I, you have can I ask one awards. question? Um, for both of you guys or however you guys want to answer this, is there something out there that you're not making now that you wish you were making or that you look forward to making? I love this question. Bob is patiently... The answer could be no. Contemplative. Yes. Oh, oh, the answer's not no. Oh, yeah. not. <laughs> we, we want to make so much more. Until yes. Yes. Like, we'd love to do some, like, uh, like a Fernet or yes. some... Yeah. But some more like uh, liqueurs. Okay. If you, yeah. if you yeah. can do yeah. this with absinthe, go for the like oh, get that for that baby. Like those bartenders in Chicago are going to be all over you. Yeah. Oh my god. So so my big thing that I want to do, and, and Casey and I have. So there's two things that we we keep circling around, mm -hmm. and one of them is is way pie in the sky, and the other one is maybe doable at some point. Um, I want to do a Campari, oh, but I, like I wanted that. I want to do a traditional Campari that is actually dyed with the beetle Fuck yes. as Campari really? is supposed to be. Um, so that's that's one of them. The other one that has been incredibly unattainable, but maybe someday, I want to do wood alcohol. What is it? Wood alcohol. What is wood so alcohol? So wood alcohol, if you take wood and you grind it down into sawdust, mm -hmm. and you add acid, and you break it down into cellulose. Cellulose is a starch. You can oh, then ferment cellulose, oh, distill cellulose, etc. Oh. That was actually the big alcohol during Prohibition, mm -hmm. was wood alcohol. And so one of the things that we've been talking about is taking old barrels of our stuff. Oh yes. my God. Breaking Wait, it down into its components and making alcohol out of the literal barrel that's but incredible it, 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 i also like that's it, so in our cool. age with like sustainability like we need this yeah it's it's yeah i mean it's completely crazy and, and different and save our planet with wood alcohol right now exactly oh my <laughs> God. So, yeah so those are my two pie in the skies that you know i love it. have to convince bob to say yes to we're investing right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like bob, sounds, the money like we don't have he can be convinced you guys, Depending. this well, is yeah. this I mean, is the dream. They have a pretty open. They, they line. have a very. Yeah. Open, they let us I'm make absence for God. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. it's just a matter of whether we can do it and do it safely. I love so, this sure. dream team. I appreciate the safety aspect. Yeah. as someone who drinks the shit. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and I can't imagine even submitting that to the TTB. You know, yeah. the, not anytime want to do what? soon. You know, so does any? No one does that, right? No, did not, anyone not ever sell it commercially? Did, I no. mean, also they didn't sell it during. No, yeah. no, it was it was it was the the gin juice and like, the prohibition. Honestly, like they're gonna have to like do a rulemaking. The TTV is gonna have to do a rulemaking to be able to like even know what to call that. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, it, it's so. You might have to create a category like. That is what you need to do. Yeah, the the concept is so out there, but I mean, this is the distillery that I could see making it happen you know if this anyone is, could do it yeah wait you guys this is the place where dreams are made <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we're making right it happen they Why? have a rainbow have you considered <laughs> aging some of your light whiskey in a rested agave barrel oh like, my that rest agave comes so, out yeah, so i mean we've talked yeah. about different methods of and different yeah. ways to rest actually one of the one of the big things we were, we were just talking about last week i would love to age rum mm. in a cherry brandy barrel yeah oh my and, and i am here for it yes i think that Please would go absolutely that. crazy because you guys have the because if you make so many things you have the ability to like 
have a lot of finishes on things. Cross yeah, you know, we can mix yeah. and match and cross yeah. pollinate. I love and, that with the know. rums too. The rums with your different flavored brandies would be oh, I mean, really, I, really interesting. Yeah, I, think, I think it'd bring out some great notes. Yeah. Oh my god! You know, nice. we also are um, taking our seventy-five twenty-five and mm-hmm. that four-year brandy that we just emptied that barrel. We filled that last week. So that'll be a double wood. Nice. And that'll, I be, that. that'll be released yeah. right around the holidays. Awesome. Uh, Perfect so, timing. I mean, yeah, yeah. So the cool thing is these are going to mm-hmm. be a lot of limited run stuff, mm-hmm. which yeah. is it's fun. It's cool. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not trying to make a million bottles of it. We're just trying to make stuff that nobody's ever tasted before, which yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that should be your, awesome. That's that should why be your like, motto. <laughs> just trying to make stuff that people have never tasted before. Mm-hmm. Change the world one spirit Working. at a time. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for having us here. This was awesome. Seriously. Um, I'm going to plug all our things that I like to do. Um, find us at uh, Instagram, at Chai Spirits, guys. We got some great pictures from our, our, our stop here. It's amazing. You're going to want to see this episode 100%. in particular. You're gonna wanna yeah, check this is the Instagram. most you're going to want to see yeah. one of those. What if, uh, they play, what if people want to buy like a swag thing? Well, go to our website, chaispiritsguys.com, and you can find the link to the merch store uh-huh. where you can get the shirts that you and I are both wearing right now. And Jenny. Jenny's, I don't think it's available on the merch. It's, it's a slight alteration of that one. But, uh, but yeah, lots of fun merch. And then uh, email us, chaispirits at gmail.com for your, uh, your praise for me, your scorn for John, your, oh, so uh, your, your great ideas for future episodes. We love it. All, all that you want to see Star Union do yes. like, in the future. Yes. Yeah, we'll pass yeah, it along. Come drive down or up, depending on where you are, over. Mm-hmm. Call it what you will. Go come, to Peru, Illinois. Yeah, okay. come to Peru, here's Illinois. Your, here's your itinerary. You start with a hike at Starved Rock. You go to Star Union, and you eat the pizza, and then you just live the life. It's and then you get a tattoo next door. You get some pizza. Honestly, this town is great. For like, it's close to Chicago. Obviously, we we're from Chicago. Um, it's so it's. It, Hour like, 45, like you see great on, day trip. You see on Facebook all these things like day trip from Chicago, like go to Geneva and all this stuff. But like, oh, fuck Geneva. Right. Go to Peru. Peru. Right. Seriously, the real Peru. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but oh uh, no, awesome, awesome stuff, guys. Thank you so much for having yeah. us. Thank you for oh, having thank us. You thank for you for coming so down. much, guys. Yeah. We, we love you. Guys. So much fun. Great times. Mm-hmm. I can't and, uh, wait to see you again. And thank you for the award. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You guys earned it. That's <laughs> yeah. the best time. Thank you. We're going to display it proudly. That's going to be shown off. Oh, yeah. I've got a sneak suspicion you guys will be nominated for a 2023 <laughs> <laughs> I can just yeah listen it's gonna be this this year's award show is gonna be it's gonna be highly contested yeah uh, and I, yeah. I, I hope the academy is ready for scorn but uh yeah it's uh <laughs> I'm looking forward to see how it turns out but I think yep. these guys have a good shot at at least one award on the and a bunch of nominations 27 nominations yeah a lot of nominations <laughs> yeah. we're just glad with the five fucks yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, Honestly, those which, bottles fucks which, which, those are that that's, might be that's the award really, that's a record yeah. I mean, that is the a, most fucked bottles that is like a record that. for most um, <laughs> bottles of fuck from a yeah. brand yeah. so you guys are killing it right now Damn. and it's not even close it's yeah. like no it's not I think number two is like two which isn't to say that we haven't tried other stuff because earlier today Jenny told me that in 2023 we've tried at least 136 bottles so far uh, 136 wow. prior to this episode. 136 yeah. uh, expressions is yeah. how I would. And that's describe just that. this year. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's. Just and it's only June. So. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, but and anyway, so far prior to today, eight bottles fucked. Now it's ten, and I don't know how many different things we tried today. So I don't have the percentage. It's like in five, my mind. it's like five and a half percent. It's very five, exclusive. Five to six percent. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. very exclusive, and you guys have the most categories in this. That's great. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. But uh. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.